Hey, it's Brian K. Vaughn, and you're listening to Chris's Comics. Welcome to episode 18 of Chris's Comics. My name is Chris, and this is a podcast about comic books. Today, I am joined once again by the man of many talents. Artist, animator, podcaster, comedian extraordinaire. His shit is bananas. It's Mr. Ben Allen. Hello, listeners. Also, <laughs> you're way too generous with the... With the, uh, with, with the with the intros, I never give I never give intros that generous myself. So I just I feel I feel I feel, <laughs> you know, I never get them. Well, you, to be honest, I don't really, you know. You deserve it. Oh, Thanks for fun. joining me once again, it's, dude. It's all right. It's all and, right. Uh, I'm filling in for my resident special guest JB, who's currently swanning around in Leeds. Is he? Was so, he? Was he in yeah. Leeds? Thought, thought uh, his girlfriend's from yet. Leeds. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, oh, girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend's from Leeds, so uh, I think he's visiting his girlfriend's family there. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, let's press on with the episode. So today, uh, we're going to be talking about the recent Spider-Man event, Spider-Geddon. Yes, we are. Me and Ben have got some, uh, I think, some pretty interesting opinions on it. We haven't actually spoke to no. each other about, about it I, yet, really. I was going to but... say, I haven't actually asked you what you think Oh, in fact, in fact, actually, I think we mentioned it last time I was on because we were currently we reading did. it. I think we all re- and listeners will probably know. There's a you probably got a hint of what we're feeling yeah. from there, unless your opinion has totally changed. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert: it it has. Oh. Um, oh, oh okay. <laughs> but no, on last episode uh, we did touch upon Edge of Spider again, didn't we? And the first couple yes, of issues did. of the main run. Uh, but before we get to that. We're going to be talking about all the other stuff that we've been reading recently. Oh, so, oh shit, um... I, haven't, I haven't read anything. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, do, do you not, do you not read comic books? No, I then? hate comics. Well, they suck. So I guess that's, on, that's the show then. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> nerd! I don't read comics, nerd! <laughs> so, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll go first this time. Okay, you go ahead. Uh, because I've got a couple of trades that I want to talk about that I've been reading, and then I'll go on to the floppies. Uh, but the first trade, <laughs> giggity. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the first trade I want to mention is something that I know that you have read, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my one and only indie comic that I've read, uh, and it is Motor Crush. Oh, okay. From Image Comics. All right. Cool. Um, it's by Brendan Fletcher, Cameron Stewart, and Babs Tarr. Now, they're cre- they're, all three of them are credited on this book as creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we but but we know that Babstar did the art, yes. um, and I guess uh, the other two guys did the writing. So, I mean, I don't know if Cameron Stewart did some art in it as well. Cameron Stewart, from what I'm aware, I don't know the guy, so I don't know. Uh, but he um, he did the layouts, or did some of the layouts. Oh, so that's what happened with the Batgirl team anyway, because they're the Batgirl guys mm-hmm. as well. So you had yeah, Fletcher yeah. and Cameron writing 
the uh, the book um, mm -hmm. with Cameron also doing layouts and yeah. Babstar doing the art. But I think she's yeah, um, gotten better at layouts, so I don't I don't know what he does, whether he does them or not. I don't know. Yeah, I actually met these guys um, during the Batgirl tour. Oh, uh, the, so did I. They were just a tra <laughs> travelling man. Oh, did you meet them? Yeah, Not yeah, a travelling yeah. man, but they were at Thought Bubble. I I, oh, of course they yeah, were. Yeah, I met yeah, them yeah. at Thought Bubble. Um, it's quite funny because... Uh, was it during then? Yeah, it was then. Because um, they, did, they did one for the Batgirl tour, and then they did it again, another Thought Bubble, for Motocrush. Yeah. When, they were, when oh, just before Motocrush was coming out. And um, I've got an issue uh, zero of Motocrush. Because it right. was, um, that's what they were um, selling there. So I got an issue zero of that. And um, Babstar commented on how cute my girlfriend was at the time. Oh, uh, she's lovely, Sorry, isn't she? I said it at the time. I'm, st I'm still with her. I'm, I'm engaged to her. I don't know why I said it. At the time, she's not cute now, is what I'm saying. She's a, st she's a, she's a state now. No. Oh, yeah, by the way, congratulations on that. I don't know if I actually said oh, that. Oh, thank you. It's weird. Engagement. I, I forget. I always go like, oh, my girlfriend. And they're like, well, she's my fiance. I hope I, fiance, I hope when we're married, I don't just keep calling her my girlfriend because that's just going to be really confusing for most people. Oh, sorry, no, we're just married. <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> wife, you, you got engaged in uh, Japan, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Another one of my friends has just got engaged in Japan. Oh, really? So must, yeah. I see. I'm glad we started a trend. That's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, sorry, did, going yeah. off on a tangent there on uh, engagements in Japan. Going back to Motocrush. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I got this as a gift. Um, my girlfriend got it me uh, maybe last Christmas. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. But um, I've only recently got around to reading it, really. And it was really good. Um, the the story was not as good as the art. I absolutely love the no, art in it. That's um, Tar, you know, she's fantastic. Um, I love the colouring in it as well. I thought the, the lighting... Um, mm -hmm. And the colouring work, and it was quite breathtaking at points. Um, real, real nice book to look at. Um, the story, as you know, I, I remember you talking about it on Four Colour Corner. I was going to say, I hope um, it when, does go a bit odd yeah. towards the end. I also <laughs> want to say to um, listeners, I hope I'd, if anyone does listen to Four Colour Corner and is listening to this, sorry if I do repeat myself because um, I'm in uh, two minds about Murder Crush because. I was quite excited for it, and I think that's probably I probably overhyped it. And um, overall, I could uh, I could leave it really, to be honest, which is a bit disappointing because yeah. I love I mean, Avatar's art, and I, I'm a I'm a fan yeah. of uh, Fletcher is one of my favorite writers, which we were going to talk about on the Four Color Core episode. Where we talked about favorite writers, but we ended up only having one in the end because we ran out of time. But I was going to have three, and one of them was Fletcher as well, because right. I love. Um, I enjoyed Batgirl. I love Gotham Academy. If you ever read that, that's good. Mm. Loved Gotham Academy. I, I loved Gotham yeah, Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. Uh, loved Black, that Black Canary as well. The uh, him and Annie Wu. Yeah. That was brilliant. And yeah, that was good. I'm really enjoying. Um, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna make sure I've got said this right because I've never actually heard the word out loud. But it's either Isola or Isola. I don't know how you'd say it, but um, I call it Isola because it's spelled I S O L A. But it's probably completely wrong. Um, but that's him and Carl Kershaw from Gotham Academy, and they do, oh, that's an image title. It's right. wow. bloody lovely and really really cool. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like Nausicaa in a bit, like Nausicaa of the Valley of the Winds. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like that. It's an anime shit. Hmm, <laughs> it's sweet. like that, but it's it's, it's beautiful because you know Carl Kershaw, his artwork was stunning anyway. And Fletcher, oh yeah, fantastic. Fletcher's yeah. a decent writer, but yeah, Moa Crush, I. I don't know what it was. I just felt like, and Jack said this 
my, one of my co-hosts, um, Jack Chambers, said, and I agree with him, I felt the, there's major issues with world building in it. So you've got like... Like there's a, yeah. suddenly there'll be a bit. I'm not gonna spoil anything because I don't want to spoil it for listeners. But suddenly there's this big thing, like this big pink diamond that comes out of nowhere, right? And that's supposed to be like a big deal. And you're like, oh fuck, what the hell's this, right? The problem is because there's so much pink everywhere and so much like in terms of the color and all that. I I have and no idea whether this is everywhere. yeah. What, is this weird yeah. or is it just normal? But yeah, everyone's reacting yeah, exactly. like it's great. It's just stuff like that. There's no. I don't know what's normal in this world and what. You know, you know, like how in Saga, yeah. you'll have things that are completely bonkers, but it's clearly nat- a natural thing to them. I don't have anything mm-hmm. like that. There's nothing that really grounds it. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, no, I yeah. absolutely agree. Yeah, it did have issues. Mm-hmm. Um, on a whole, I really did enjoy the read. Yeah. If I'll be reading it following Volume One, I I don't know. Um, I'm but try. I was quite satisfied with what I read in yeah. Volume, you know, Volume One. It was okay. Um, I, I like the visuals a lot more than the story. Uh, I, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm the same. But that, that was it. Is it still going? Yeah. Okay, so that's an interesting one because um, I've been getting all the issues and they stopped issue 11, I think it was, and now they're just going to do it as trades. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, there are other titles that are doing that as well now mm. and it's kind of... I think a lot of people are getting a bit like, oh, what's this? the future of single issues? I, I mean, I think single issues will be totally fine because... You'll always have DC and Marvel doing that thing where they're just like that's where they make a lot of money. So I don't, I don't think they'll, I don't think that's, yeah. the, I don't think that's the future. But it might be for Image or or just create our own stuff, which I think is fair as long as you can still yeah. make make the product. Because I mean, sales m- must have slumped or something. I think Motocross didn't do very yeah. well. I think issue one did, obviously. Uh, but yeah. um, I think I was probably one of the only people that bought the single issues, and then the volumes and then the trades did better. Like most image see, titles, they yes. Yeah, see, see yeah. I, I wish they did that with. Um, I don't know if you ever read it, but I did an episode on it. It's called Dark Fang. It was another image comic. No, I did hear um, that one. Yeah, and did they get cancelled? I absolutely loved it. And the book's been cancelled now, which is a oh, real sorry. shame. Uh, only it only reached one volume, um, but I wish that they could have done that. You know, okay, if if the singles didn't sell mm. in the shops, then carry it on as a trade. It's... You know, just like release volume two because I would. You know, I'd love that, but. It's interesting because um, because there's a company I can't remember the name now. Let me just check it out. There's a there's a, a comic book company that I've just uh, I've heard of that's really recent. It's like new. I think it only like might have been this year it started or maybe last year. Uh, it must be last year. I can't I can't imagine it started right now. That's crazy. I forget it's January. <laughs> I forget it's 2019. <laughs> um, hang on, let me just look them up again. Bear with me a second. It's called um, okay. So the the other one, the one I'm thinking of is called uh, TKO. Oh, I saw yeah. like a picture of this. Yeah, like TK. the way they'd laid out the books on the shelf. This is what I was going to say. It's very interesting because what they've done is they're trying to go for the. Um, they're trying to be the, the a contemporary comic book company, which I I really admire because what they've done is, um, they're releasing single issues, they're releasing trades, and they're releasing um, uh, digital versions all at the same time. Right. The reason they're releasing a trade is because all the issues are already done. And they've done a box set. So you can either buy a single issue or you can buy a box set. Right. Or a trade. So you've now got, like, what was it? Trade, oh, sorry, single box set, trade, uh, digital. Yeah, so you've got four different ways of, of reading that one title. Hmm. And because they're only minis, so they're just like, a, they're doing it in seasons. So they're trying to do a Netflix sort of thing of comics. But they're also yeah, offering you yeah. a Netflix 
physical thing. It's quite, an, it's quite an interesting concept. I don't know if it will take off. I hope it does, because I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. Um, especially yeah. since it's in a box, so you can have it on the spine, and you can have it in a bookshelf. Cause yeah, I've... so for collectors, then yeah. that's you know that's for them. I just... You've got the be- best of both worlds yeah, there, really. Yeah, and I've always had problems with the fact that, like, it's great that I've got my comics and my single issues and stuff, but then I think, why the hell do I bother? I should just get them as trades, because... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that constant on and you're battle, screwed. internal battle, isn't it? It's just like... yeah trades versus floppies it's like trades look much nicer mm-hmm. i should you show know, you later i've got um all my single issues i've I got i finally i on my week off i bought a bookshelf from argos and it's now here in my office uh and um it's got all my single issues in but i've had to ditch some because i couldn't even fit them all in and i'm like fuck i literally just bought this thing um but <laughs> um yeah i need to get some dividers or something man cause it just looks ridiculous i can't see anything on that i don't, yeah, I don't even know I've... where any of it is I've got all mine in long boxes, just on yeah, a table. Yeah, I, I would um, do that. But... And I need—I've got to the point now where it's, they're so tight that I need to get a new long box. Oh god! Um, and it's just—and they're just not cheap. Com- long boxes no. aren't cheap. That's annoying. <laughs> I was looking up magazine long boxes because if you remember the last time I was on here, I was talking about Sonic the comic. I don't have a little long box for them, and I'd like to do that. And there's yeah. magazine ones, but god, they're expensive. And the two, because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm reading 2008 as well, and that's the same size. And I'm like, oh, well, if I've got two, it's like. 20 quid or something stupid yeah I, I mean I've, I've, <laughs> I've been getting Bat- Batman damned and that's the same size like the wide magazine format oh is it oh, I've, okay. I've had to that. buy like specific oh like God. bags for them yeah of course yeah um, oh. Oh, to pay. yeah I haven't got any of these bagged I was thinking about that with Sonic the Comic in particular I was thinking should I bag them because they aren't get they aren't in great condition they're getting worse and worse by because um, they're made out of recycled paper as well Oh, right. So it's not like yeah, there's a, they, they're going to just go soon. I think doing their bit of the digital, environment. They're digital age, I think, in that in that respect. I think. So uh, yeah, so motocrush. Um, Sorry, just talked all it, over. It's that. all right. Yeah. <laughs> motocrush. Yeah, well. There's not there's not much I want to say about it. I just I, I loved mm. the way it looked. Um, I enjoyed the ride. No pun intended. Yeah. But um, those scenes are it had amazing. Issues. Those she Babs Tar can draw bikes. Oh yeah, chicks on bikes in bike chases really well. Very but kinetic. She's, she's really great good. with the with yeah, the energy. Great. Yeah, um, I have no problem with the her cartooning. Her skills. No. Are, she's great. Yeah, um, I just feel the story's a bit lackluster. To be yeah, honest, I felt exactly um, the same. I do um, have one of the covers on my wall though because I've got um, there's a Chris Unker um, variant that I nice. really like because he drew Domino and um, what's her name? I've forgotten his her her ex's name. Domino. Ex. I'm using invert commas. There's, you know, Domino Swift, and then I can't remember. Oh yeah, called? yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant like Marvel Domino. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Domino in Motocross. I've forgotten the name. The other one. Um, uh, uh, it her is ex. the one that looks like Babs Tar. A bit. <laughs> you think? I thought she looked more like Barbie. So I don't know about what that says. Um, oh, what's her name? I'm looking. Remember. I'm looking at the trade, and I can't. I honestly can't remember. I haven't read it in so long because obviously it's been on quite a hiatus because of the thing they're trying to do with the trade. So. Yeah, um, can't. Either way, can't I have it. that. If you look up Motocrush Chris Unker, you'll see the cover, and it is a lovely cover. And he draws some pretty ladies. Nice. But then he draws, but then he draws some pretty men as well. He's ridiculous. He literally just draws pretty Lots people. Pretty people. I do. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, the Sex Criminals variant is ridiculous that he's done. Oh he's yeah, done. I used to have love those Sex one? Criminals variants. The, the Sex bet... Criminals one he's done, and I've got that. We've got that in our wall because I showed Chelsea, and she was like, "That is fucking sexy." I was like, "I oh, know." And it was like, um, it was, uh, it's Which just, one was it? it's, um, so it's Chris Anker drawing it and it's, um, 
It, oh God, what is wrong with me? I'm forgetting all these characters' names. Is it the is it the older lady with the glasses, Benny Chance? No, 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 no. It's no, it's the two leads. I've forgotten their names. It's two John, leads. Oh, it's John I don't know. and um, the the one that looks like um, Chip Chip Zdarsky. Oh my God, they just look like, like writers, don't they? I think he looks like a combination of Chip Zdarsky and Matt Fraction. I think they've yeah, yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. They've, they've made a child together. Out, they made a like dude. John oh, and I can't Susie. Their names. That's it, John and Susie. Yeah. So John and yeah, so it's John and Susie. It's John with a massive erection. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> oh yeah, and, I remember that. And one. Susie yeah, yeah. and Susie with like a a, a strap on. Yeah, and yeah. They're like they're like crossing together, yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's just so well drawn because he's so good at anatomy and he's so good at drawing like because they don't look like that really in the book. Like he's yeah. really gone for like oh yeah he's got a quite he's got a perfect body she's got a perfect body and they're like and I'm like that is ridiculous but it's just such a good drawing yeah he's really good at doing that yeah, so, yeah. I, I always used to try and get the variant covers for sex criminals yeah you know like the polybags like mm-hmm. pink things well, they're the only ones i get because i get them as um i get sex criminals as trades oh do you uh, but yeah but that um but we've decided to because chelsea and i are, are, are perverts we've decided to just put them <laughs> up on, in our bedroom walls amazing so we've got we've got the chris anka one up i want to get the others because i've got um i've got an erica henderson one as well the one that's ask kira Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Akira, I had that one. yeah. As I've said in the past, Akira is one of my favourite movies of all time. So I was like, "That is amazing." <laughs> so I have that. So we got that. Um, and something else as well. There's some others like the Joe Quinones one. There's oh, so many. Yeah, listeners, go look up Dirty Sex Criminals Triple X Variants. <laughs> I don't know about They're googling really that though. That could be quite. No, do it. Hazardous. Google it. No, Google it. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah come, sorry screenshot, <laughs> screenshot your results and send them in <laughs> i'll tell you what actually back to motor crush i'm surprised babs tar hasn't done one i'm shocked that babs tar hasn't done a triple x variant yet yeah because she draws like thirsty drawings i think yeah yeah I'm, I'm thinking now she, so, she definitely hasn't done one has she no um, but all the artists like i associate with those sort of things have done one now i yeah, think like yeah. i mean like Fiona, Chris Anka, Fiona Staples no one. did one as well. She did one. A ba- uh, Becky Cloonan did one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think, yeah, I don't know. I think Babs Tar is the only other person I can think of. Hannah Blumenreich did one, which I did not expect at all. Do you know who Hannah Blumenreich is? No, I don't think so. Okay, right. I tell you what, you need to read. You need to go and look up Hannah Blumenreich's Spidey Zine. Right. Okay, and you can you can you can download it for free. She lets you have it for free, and it's her interpretation of Spider Man. Right. And I certain they used. Uh, I don't know if the dates are correct, so I might be wrong. But they used Tom Holland used that magazine, uh, that zine, as a um, reference when he was playing Spider-Man. Huh. Because it is, it, it's ridiculous how. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just so basically in that zine, it's like they're little short stories of Spider-Man living his life in New York. So he's not fighting any villains or anything like that. But it'll be stuff like. I don't know, there's a woman who's walking down the street. I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but there's one story where the woman's walking down the street, she thinks she's being followed, and she sees Spider-Man like on this wall, and she's like, hey, hey Spidey, can you come down a second? And he comes, and he's like, who, me? Like, he's being really awkward, because it's when he's a teenager, so he's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and he just comes down, and um, she's like, yeah, can you, like, walk with me? Because there's, like, there's, like, two guys, I think, following me or something, and he's like, and he's like, oh, oh, sure. And then they're just walking along, and then he just says, so, uh, have you ever seen Cowboy Bebop? And then, and then it cuts to him on the subway talking about Cowboy Bebop with her, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> which is a brilliant. Scene. And then he eventually gets her home, and then he just she says, "Oh, thanks, thank you for doing that, man. That's I really appreciate that." And he's like, "Okay, well, take care," and just swings off. 
<laughs> it's just stories like that. So just awesome. him living his life. Yeah, yeah, look him up. Anyway, Hannah Bloomwright yeah. did a naughty cover and I, I did not expect her to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll check that out. Um, so moving on to the second trade I want to mention. Yeah. Um, I have been reading volume one of Batman Incorporated. It's the deluxe oh, volume one. Um, nice. By Grant Morrison. That is that is a good um, series. Uh, now, yeah. oh. I've I've realised that the more Grant Morrison that I read, oh. the more I realise that I don't actually like Grant Morrison. Oh, no, I knew you were going to say that. I was sitting there going like, what? It's like, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, obviously, I know Jack Chambers is a big fan. And, well, I like um, Grant Morrison No as well. disrespect to anyone that likes him. Because oh obviously, God, I, I get it. He's a fantastic writer. He's it's just a little writer. bit too much for me. Like, okay. when I read my comic books, it's usually after a long day at work and I'm getting into bed and looking at my stack on my table mm-hmm. and I just sort of want to wind down and just read something a bit, you know, that I don't have to focus on too that's much. That's fair. Now, no, no, that's Grant fair. Grant Morrison, um, it's, his stuff's a bit of a head fuck, isn't it, really? I mean... Yeah. Um, yeah, him and Neil Gaiman are kind of writers you probably don't want to read, like, in the situation you're talking about. You yeah. <laughs> I get that. I just want a light read, and like, yeah, Grant Morrison is not a light read. Um, That's not to say that I didn't enjoy it. um, Yeah, because Batman Incorporated is really good. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, it was an odd one because it's um, it's the first volume because there was two uh, two series of this, wasn't there? Because there was one before two got involved, um, and then they did another one after it. Uh, but yeah, the, the artists on this are uh, Yannick Paquette, yep, uh, yep, Paquette, Chris Burnham, Michelle Lacombe, mm-hmm. Scott Clark, Cameron Stewart, and Dave Beatty. Is that oh, how you pronounce Cameron it? Stewart did it? I don't know that name, but um, Cameron Stewart, um, I had no idea Cameron Stewart was involved on in it. Yeah, no Cam- Cameron Stewart did a story at the end of the book. It was actually, oh, okay. um, so it's compiled... Um, Issues one to eight of mm-hmm. first first volume of uh, Batman Incorporated, and then it's, there's a like a double sized one shot at the end called Leviathan Strikes. Oh yes, and so, he okay. did the first story in that. Now yeah. that was probably my highlight of the entire book because when, Cameron Stewart's art is just fucking amazing. Like, when I read uh, Batman Incorporated, I was reading it as singles, so this was years ago so mm-hmm. i'm just trying to remember what you were talking about because i, I mean like but i remember leviathan strikes because that i think i might be wrong isn't that the one that came out roughly when the new 52 started yeah that's right yeah okay all right because that i remember that because um batman incorporated just ended yeah uh, out of the blue uh because new 52 happened and yeah. grant morrison was like oh he's like oh don't worry it's coming back that's his that's my grandma <laughs> he's like so don't really worry, just take some drugs and it'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he was like, okay, all right. <laughs> so I just waited, and then that was that appeared in my long box, one, my pull list one day. Yeah, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and so yeah, no, how do you remember that now? That yeah, to me that was the highlight, the last, um, the the last part, the Leviathan strikes. The rest of it, mm. um, I I kind of didn't know what the fuck was going on to be honest. Like, I, so you, <laughs> so what you're telling me is you didn't like? Are you saying to me you didn't like um, Batman and Catwoman? Hanging out in Japan, fighting. Uh, okay, that was that face? was cool. Um, yeah, it was. Come you on, know what? The, the art in it was really good. I really did enjoy yeah. the artwork. Oh, that's Yannick Paquette, and his stuff is love. He's a lovely guy as well. I've met him at like several conventions. Oh, really? He's so nice. Yeah, he's the guy who did the um, Swamp Thing New Fifty Two run with Scott Snyder. Oh, right. Sweet. And that is great. That's 
probably his best stuff, I think. Because he's done all this really interesting stuff with panel layout where it's just like all this uh, flora, like framing it all and stuff. It's really, really nice. Nice. Recommend. I mean, there uh, was, there was another really cool part in it, actually, where it was um, the original Batgirl, the one that's like non-canon mm-hmm. now. Um, so that's why I really like Grant Morrison. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. I really like. I really like how Grant Morrison does that because he's just basically like everything. Yeah, I mean that has happened. Happened. He he so loves. He loves. He loves. <laughs> he loves his deep cuts, doesn't he? He loves bringing he back does. characters that are like really mm-hmm. obscure and stuff. I mean, and at the back of this deluxe uh, trade, like, is it's got like every character he used and like their first appearance and. You know, a little yeah. bit of backstory, which yeah, which I appreciated. You know, villain. like that was mm. I, I actually would have preferred that if it was at the start, maybe. On a whole, um, Grant Morrison's just far too clever for me. I think um, I could feel my brain melting as I was reading it. So I, I appreciate it for what it is. Uh, very talented writer, but mm. not for me. <laughs> maybe try it when you don't feel maybe we try it like you're sitting around on a day off or something like that yeah I get yeah. it I, I, I totally understand because I'll, I'll be honest I I feel like that with um with Hickman oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit like that with him his, because his um, Avengers stuff is pretty heavy oh that is pretty heavy yeah. it is really heavy I mean I really enjoyed like, um, like just, Infinity yeah. Um, but yeah it's mm-hmm. it's a lot <laughs> But even his Secret Wars was kind of like, as much as I loved Secret oh, Wars. Oh, Secret Wars is great. Yeah. Secret Wars is not a book you could just go. Oh, I'm just gonna sit down and read it. No, it's literally just like <laughs> I think you've got to have your head screwed on to do it. You've got yeah, when you're reading it. Definitely, you can't just like read it at like midnight or something like that, which is sometimes what I do with comics. Um, and normally I'm pretty good. I'm pretty okay with keeping up with everything like that. But like, yeah, I think Hickman's one of those guys that kind of makes me. I get a bit confused with him sometimes. And I mean, I guess I do that with Grant Morrison as well. But I think I don't know what it is about Grant Morrison. I think I'm, I find it easier to keep up with him. Yeah. Did you ever read his multiversity stuff? No, I didn't. I I was I I heard about it and I was going to check it out and then I never did. See, I quite liked that. So. Um, yeah, it was it was the right amount of weird that I could keep track of. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, at the moment, I'm trying to work my way through. Sort of a bit of bit of pre New Fifty Two Batman onto totally. onto um, like the Scott Snyder run because I've never actually read that. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like sort of work my way up to that point. Yeah. So I've got another Batman Incorporated block that I'm going to hit soon when it comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully I'll enjoy that one a bit more. Maybe. Um, I'll be honest as well. With um, I would argue. I think we've. I think you've heard us on Four Color Corner bang on about. It. I think Tom, Hugh, Jack, and myself all think that Grant Morrison Batman run is f- f- fucking fantastic. Yeah. So if you do get the chance to read it, get, like they've released it as an omnibus yeah, recently, yeah. volume one of it, and I'm so tempted to buy it, even though I've got them as issues somewhere, but I'm just tempted to buy it again because <laughs> I think it'd give me an excuse to read them because that stuff was really, really good. Like I, I quite enjoyed the Scott Snyder Batman, but looking back at that stuff before then, I think I prefer it, and I certainly prefer the Tom King stuff now. Yeah, I think I realised that Although I enjoyed Scott Snyder's Batman, there were better versions of the character. Even though I thought this, I was like, this is perfect. And looking back at it now, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think maybe the one before that was good, and Tom King's certainly better. So, yeah, I think maybe that yeah. was another reason why I found that Batman Incorporated trade quite jarring because I'm so used to reading like Tom King's Batman is my Batman now. So like I'm so yeah, yeah, used yeah. to reading sort of a real like easy sort of story mm. like. Um, 
So to go from Tom King's Batman to Grant Morrison's Batman, it was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> he's slower as well, isn't he? Tom King's a bit more yeah, slower paced, yeah. and I think he, Grant Morrison's always like, he's like, he's down the motorway at like 70. Yeah. Like 80 <laughs> or 100. <laughs> and you're, yeah, and while Tom King's sort of pootling along a little bit more. I, I totally, I honestly totally yeah. understand what you're saying. I just prefer, yeah, I prefer his pace a lot more. More my style. Mm. Uh, but anyway, okay. uh, let's move on to what you've been reading, man, because I've been talking for a while, so hit, hit me. Right. I, I basically talked over you. So <laughs> don't, don't. What have um, you got? I'll quickly go through some titles I read. So I uh, first of all, uh, I've got some comics here, and then I've got one graphic novel that I read. So I'll talk about the comics very quickly. Uh, I believe... Oh, yeah, two of them are in issue one, and one of them is in issue three. Right. So uh, I'll start with the late... Well, I think this is the... I don't know. I don't know if this is the one that would be the furthest back, where it might be... Oh, Actually, no, what we're talking about Batman. I'll, I'll talk about Batman still. Yeah. So, uh, Batman Annual 3, I read. Oh, I loved that, mate. That was brilliant. Isn't it amazing? And I was like, wow, okay, because yeah. it wasn't Tom King, and it, and it, I saw it was, it was Schmidt, and I was kind of put off by it, because I forgot who Schmidt was, because it's Otto Schmidt, and I totally forgot who it was. Yeah. Because I thought it was just... Um, um, the guy doing the cover, and the guy doing the cover is. I just want to make sure I got this right because I think I know who it is. And I'll just uh, what? Oh yeah, I forgot these Batman titles. They tend to put the title right at the back, don't yeah. they? <laughs> What's that about, man? What's that about? What's wrong with these people? Yeah, Brian Hitch. I knew it. It's Brian Hitch, so it's not that good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like Brian Hitch. I just think he's a bit. So you've got like so you've got this cover here, right? So it's got Batman standing on a gargoyle. It's, it's raining. Oh, great. Because <laughs> that's, that's original, and not to, and Tom King's not writing it, so I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it to the part end of the part. Yeah. I'll read it at some point. Uh, By the way, d- it, did you hear me talking about this on a previous podcast with Jay? I think I might have done because I I was gonna I was gonna mention it, and I thought, anyway, some, one of my podcasts, one of the podcasts I listened to, have mentioned this already. So I hope I'm not. I hope it's not Chris's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, did, yeah we did talk about it. Well, I talked oh, about I it because JB hadn't got it. And I was well, in, I, I was encouraging him to buy it because it was that great. Um, okay. Well, I won't talk about it too much then because I've got plenty to talk about. Um, yeah, so it's written by Tom Taylor and uh, drawn by Otto Schmidt. And Otto Schmidt is great. Yeah, he's someone I I, I found on Instagram. He's fantastic. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I found out he was doing Green Arrow, and I've read some of the Green Arrow stuff, and that's great. But yeah, his art is yeah bloody lovely. He should do a Black Canary book. I'll be well up for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, so he's he did the artwork, and it, like I said, it was Mike Taylor. Who, uh, sorry, Tom Taylor. Mike Taylor. Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom Taylor. Taylor did he did the... X Men Red, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I've never. I haven't read that. I've got. I actually have got another title that Tom Taylor's written here as well. He also um, did All New Wolverine. Okay. Mm. I've never. I, this is the first time I've read anything by him. Oh really? But yeah, All right. he's yeah. really good, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I read this issue and I thought yeah. it was brilliant. Um. So yeah, this Batman annual was just. It was just great. It was like. See, this is the problem with the cover, right? I would have loved it if the cover was Alfred because the story is about Alfred. Alfred. Story, yeah, yeah. It's an Alfred book, and I love it when they do that because they've only done it like a couple of times in Batman's comics. They've done like Alfred, like Alfred trying to clean up the Batcave and stuff like that. But this is the first time we've Alfred Year One. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, you joke, but I would be, I would totally buy that book. Aren't aren't they making an Alfred TV show? Yeah, see, that's different. That's that's some shit. <laughs> that's point. That's just pointless. Because it's just them just going like, "Oh, Gotham's nearly over." We need to think of yeah. something else. No, isn't it? Isn't it an Alfred movie? Is it? Oh no, oh, no that was the it that, was an Alfred the skit in the no, no. Teen Titans go at the movies. I think wasn't no, it? No, you're right. You're right. It's an it's an Alfred TV show. I forgot about that. And that is 
a lame idea. <laughs> what the hell are you going to do? Oh, he's, he's south, you know. The, the most interesting stuff that happens to him, I hate to say, is when he's Batman's butler. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. again, you're doing the whole daft thing like you do in Gotham, where it's like, it was a prequel. So I don't care about any of that. <laughs> I don't care about Alfred as a young man. Unless they did the Alfred in Batman Earth one. Did you read that? Sure. He yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. He was I a did badass Alfred. <laughs> yeah. That, that, they used that Alfred in um, Batman, Beware the Batman, the cartoon. Oh, that wasn't so good. I remember that. that was a, yeah, it was a weird Jason Statham. Like, yeah, the Joker was Alfred. fucking terrifying in that. It was like in a straitjacket and shit. Oh, you're talking about the Batman. I'm talking about the CGI cartoon. Oh, came beware, out. beware the Batman! Yeah, 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 yeah beware the Batman, and uh, that one had a Jason Statham like Alfred. Right. So he's about. So that was so weird because there was a bit like when they were like, I don't know, Bruce Wayne came out of the sauna and he was like got a towel on, and then Alfred was there with his cucumber with his, sandwiches, um, <laughs> turtleneck, or his turtleneck. No, he didn't even do that. He was just like, hello, hello, Bruce. <laughs> and he's like, and it's like it was so it was so homoerotic, <laughs> which is fine if you want to do that. But I was like. I don't really associate this with <laughs> Alfred because Alfred's supposed to be his father yeah. figure and they're like nearly the same age in this so it's just really weird it's just like a weird <laughs> dude just hanging out in your house I don't know just but, but this title was really good because it really played off the fact that Alfred is yeah, his dad yeah and I really really liked that because it was just so it was sweet. it was really heartwarming and, man but not only that but oh, the action yeah. was fantastic in it yeah as yeah, well. yeah yeah it was a really good balance mm. of everything in it because in, in the story that's something that tom taylor's really good at balancing the yeah. action and the emotion because in the story alfred of um has to come to batman's aid because bruce um he gets stabbed at one point and i love it how that sequence where alfred gets the, the call from bruce mm. mirrors the first sequence you see where it's alfred coming to bruce's aid when his parents die yeah and they basically it's like shot for shot except obviously one's alfred now and one's alfred back then yeah and it's um it's just really nice how they've done that and yeah. he he gets him he gets into the battle bill he's totally capable of taking on a couple of guys himself clearly just to just to save his his son mm. and um later on he talks to oh, i've forgotten her name oh can i just apologize as well because i've been doing i realized i've been doing a lot with women with female characters as well <laughs> i'm very sorry it's just you're all just pieces of meat. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't mean. I'm just really bad. It's um, Leslie Tompkins, isn't it? That's it. That's yeah. her name, Leslie. Sorry, everybody. Leslie. Um. Uh. Get, uh she. He. Alfred gets to Leslie with Bruce, and she talks to Alfred later, saying like, "You know what day it is tomorrow. You should really help him because every time you're up, you know, you're you're, you're always you never sleep and all that. But nor does Alfred. Mm-hmm. And I think that no one's ever written that because yeah. it's like, of course he doesn't yeah. sleep. That, Why would he sleep? Because he's that, he's got to look after that him. That was something that blew my mind a little bit as well. I was like, I never thought oh of that. Oh my yeah, god, no, yeah, like you just don't. Of course, that, that that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed that story so much was because it mm-hmm. it sheds so much light on the effects yeah. of Batman being Batman has on Alfred. You know, like totally, really good. He, he and and yeah, he's such a big deal, which I knew anyway. But like, I was like, oh yeah, of course he didn't sleep. Why would he sleep? Did you read um, the... Batman Kings of Fear yet? No, I haven't. Um, thoroughly recommend that. Uh, obviously, I've been. I just read too much Batman. I've though, been Chris. I've been, <laughs> so I trying... There's never. There's no such thing as too much Batman. Uh, there is if you want to read other stuff. I love Batman, but it's like I got to Dude. stop at some point just to read. But uh, I mean, I've I've been singing its praises on this show. Kelly Jones. I've you heard know, you talk fucking about it. Yeah. Amazing, but um, I do recommend you pick that up in trade when it comes out because um, there's a there's a really cool part at the end. I'm obviously I'm not going to spoil it for you, but. 
he ha- mm. it's an interaction between B- Bruce and Alfred, and basically Bruce is having sort of second thoughts about you know how much good has actually been done mm-hmm. by him taking on the mantle of the bat. Which is fair. You know, which is and, totally fair. Cause, uh, and basically, yeah. Alfred just turns around and just fucking tears him a new one. Wow. He's like, how fucking, how fucking dare you? Like, <laughs> even question this. <laughs> like, you know. And uh, it's it's a fantastic, like, Alfred moment mm-hmm. um, that you've got to, you're going to have to read this, man, just for that part I'll, at the end. I'll wait for the, is there a trade out yet then? No, the trade's not out yet. I think it's it's just wrapped up with the last issue. Okay. It's a six issue mini. Oh, well then I'll uh, make but, the trade. It'll be fine. I'll, yeah, they'll be they'll be yeah. they'll be bringing up the out the trade soon. I'm sure yeah, you'll um, make me aware when there's a trade, and I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll check it out. I will. Um, the other I thing will. I was going to say, yeah, without I mean, I kind of support the annual a little bit, but I don't think I mean you can still read it. It's still worth the read. But um, at the end, I just love it because it's like they were saying just remember tomorrow, and I thought, oh yeah, it's his birthday. I guess kind of saw that coming, and then later on, it's like oh. It's it's Father's Day, and he gives him his yeah. breakfast and says, "I'm not going out. You can just rest." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, that was really nice." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, lovely. Oh, it's your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was good. But yeah, so the other the other book I was reading, uh, by um Tom Taylor is a uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man issue one. Ah, no, that was uh, one that I was going to mention too. I so wasn't going to get it. I wasn't going to get it, but then I Same, got Same, because it's this... another bloody Spider-Man. Yeah, but I got this John Romita cover, that's why. So it's got... Oh, so John what's Rome... that? John Romita Senior cover, I think Lost Art or something I call it here. So it's just, I guess, stuff that they just produced. Oh, dude, that's so nice. I know, so, so I was thinking li- the For the listeners, um, it's a horizontal cover. Yeah. Oh, well, landscape, if you want to. Landscape. Landscape. Uh, what I'll do is, I'll, I'll, post, I'll post this um, on my Instagram uh, Chris's okay. comics podcast uh, because this is a lovely variant cover. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah landscape cover with all all the usual crowd from the like late sixties um, Spider Man comics with John Romita's drawing on it. So you know you got MJ, you got Gwen, you got Harry. I think you got Captain. St- no, who's that? Is that Captain Stacy? I don't know. But I got you got Aunt May, you got Betty Bryant, you got Jay Jonah, you got um, Robbie Robertson. You know you got the lot. So it's all of his all, important all those supporting guys. characters. Some of them you don't really see anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, one of them's dead. So I mean, just uh, not that I want to bring down the mood. <laughs> no, she's I mean, in, she's in all the universe, so it's okay. Um, Ramita Senior, his stuff is amazing. Mm. You know, like for me, you know, you know my feelings on John Ramita, who yeah. I will actually bring up in a bit. Uh, but yeah, that is a lovely image. <laughs> I um, I'll be honest. I don't think this was as good as the annual I read. But the, that issue of Spider Man, I felt was going to give me diabetes because he was so he was being <laughs> so way sweet. too nice throughout the entire thing. Like I was, I get it. Spider Man's a nice guy, but I was like, oh my god, stop it! <laughs> like he was like, hey, don't worry, we'll take the money, give it to all the homeless people over there. And I'm just like, oh, shut up. just stop it. You do. I still enjoyed it. But, yeah, um, I really liked it too. Uh, whether or not I'll yeah. continue with it is another matter. But I um, won't. I won't because I, I did get it for that and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I will check it out when it's a trade. That's what I yeah. decided because I'm trying to be more like that anyway. But yeah. um, that was the other Tom Taylor I read and I, I thought it was okay. I don't. I just. I'm just trying to speed through it because I know we've got we've got to get on with stuff. But I mean, is there anything you wanted to add? Because you said you were going to talk about it yourself, so I don't want to just. No, no, that yeah. you've um, you've mirrored my feelings on it, really. What? It just gives you diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it was just um, there's a good action sequence, though. 
the th- bit with the car is really good. Like when he saves the, um, oh, yeah, the guy yeah, who's, the, yeah. who's then some, like, oh, give me some money. Really nice art <laughs> in it, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. I um, I liked it. I also love the, um, at the start, there's the um, panels in the windows of the buildings. Mm-hmm. Where they do that sort of sequence, don't they? Where it's like you can see all the... Um, yeah, all of his like, like bits. important moments in his past. Yeah. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Um... That was it. Was a nice way of sort of showing you know his backstory without ramming it down your throat. Like, oh, this happened, yeah, and exactly. this happened, and, and now I'm Spider Man. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, it was a nice way to sort yeah. of showcase that. I also, uh, I also have no idea what the hell was going on at the end. I don't know if I should spoil it for anyone, but like, spoil it, what, spoil what? it. It's been out a couple of weeks. Oh, oh right, okay. <laughs> what the f- okay, spoilers. What's with the little two children at the end in the basket? That was just. Yeah. <laughs> weird i mean i know it's a cliffhanger but i was like what yeah we went from being all like this friendly neighborhood spider-man to some weird vision cyborg twin shit yeah that is just prime just like i don't know what the technical term is but the last page just is like well, by the next issue you know it's just uh, like i suppose but I, I don't feel like i want to still though no nah, um nah. and nah, so so that it, so nick nick spencer's spider-man is far superior mm-hmm. to that <laughs> yeah you know? yeah I did the um I did them the other way round because Batman I read after, so I read mm-hmm. that one first and I was a bit lukewarm to it, mm-hmm. and then I read the Batman one and I was like oh fantastic I just yeah. did it in that order because obviously we were talking about Batman, um and then the other issue one I've read, and I'll quickly go through this is Conan the Barbarian. Oh right, see I've heard really By... good things about this. Okay, have you though? Mm. I thought it was shit. Is it shit? No, I didn't, I didn't think it was shit. shit. <laughs> I just didn't think. I, okay, I again lukewarm to it. All right, I think okay. I've, I've, I think I'm just becoming an old bastard when it comes to comics. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, it's all right, I guess. So nice cover. It's a lovely cover because it's it's um Isad Ribic, isn't it? Painting it. Oh, of course. So this Bloody is hell. what I was going to say. The Conan the Barbarian team, perfect, because you've got. Hang on, I'm just going to check my mic. I'm still recording. <laughs> um, <Cool. laughs> the per- it's perfect team because it's Jason Aaron. Uh, I always said when they were going to do Conan they announced they were going to do it I was like well you need to get Jason Aaron on it yeah, obviously because yeah. he's the Thor guy so it kind of makes sense yeah and it makes they, sense yeah. yeah and I said and then he said Ribbick should do the art because that's perfect because he did mm. he does paintings that are similar to the old books so it kind of yeah. makes sense um, they nearly that's nearly correct because it's obviously Jason Aaron writing it it's uh, Isad Ribbick doing the covers so not the interiors but that's mm-hmm. not a problem because they got Mohammed Azra doing the artwork and he's oh. ace I love nice. Ma- I love Mohammed Azra. He's great as well. Yeah, so, I met him once. Oh yeah, I did I too. Met... He's he's nice. Yeah, yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Nice guy. He goes to all the European cons, doesn't he? Because he's um. He did, did X Men Red, didn't he? Yes. I, I met uh, Thought Bubble, not Thought Bubble, um, Traveling Man in Leeds. I met Leeds. him at... fucking Manchester. I, that whole sentence was wrong. <laughs> I met... <laughs> well, he comes to the UK quite a lot because he's. Um, where is he from? He's from Europe anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where. So, so it's so he's quite easy for him to. Yeah, to yeah. Because he he does all the cons. I think like he does London. He did London Super Comic Con. I think he might have been at London Film Comic Con. Thought Bubble. Yeah. That one you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. The, uh, <laughs> the it was the the, the travelling mantle. It was in Manchester. Yeah. Uh, but I got a really nice. Um, numbered print off him of uh, the variant cover he did for X-Men Red they got him to oh, sign nice. it and oh, I just need to find the right frame for it I, w- I would I would show you the print I've got but I can't seem to find it but I've got um, <laughs> I've got a new I've got an Avengers print from him but it's the all new all different Avengers so it's 
Sam Wilson, Captain America, you know, Ms. Marvel. That yeah, sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's quite nice, yeah. Which is now out of date, because obviously the Avengers don't look like that anymore. <laughs> I have so, so many prints that are just, like, safely stored away that I just yeah, need I to get too, framed. And they're, they're so nice. I've got, like, original sketches from Becky Cloonan and stuff, and I just need to frame them. Oh, God, them. have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd I met, I met her um, at the same time as the Batgirl team. Yeah. Uh, because oh, yeah, she was doing uh, mm. Gotham Academy, obviously. Um, yeah. And Cameron Stewart was there, so they were sort of like co-signing the book as well as the Batgirl one. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to do me a sketch. Chelsea, so was... Chelsea teases me because she thinks I have a crush on her, and I think I do a little bit. I... Cause, <laughs> it's because she's she, so freaking she cool good at drawing. Yeah. That's the problem. And I think, I got... oh god, is that my thing? Just really good at drawing. Like she, I got, she's. I got me. a selfie with her, and then. Um, and she, and she looked at it. She was like, "Oh, we look really cute together." I was like, "Oh, don't worry, Becky." And then she no, liked uh, it and commented it on Instagram. Nah, and I was like, she, "Oh, yeah, she's really good with social." Because I mean, I I, I do interact with her on social media quite a lot as well. Um, nothing like mate, not like oh, yes, we're talking about like, my best friend Becky. No, yeah. that. But it's like, but it's just like, I'll if I mention her in something that's relevant, she yeah, will, yeah, like, she'll reply. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I really wanted to get the. Oracle cards she did. Did you see them? No, I didn't. That she did like these sort of tarot cards. Uh, Chelsea and I were willing to spend about ninety quid on these things, mm-hmm. and um, I unfortunately got I didn't get them because um, they ran out like instantly. Yeah, but um, they were all her Inktober um, drawings oh, on right. cards. Nice, nice like, tarot cards. Because Chelsea's into tarot cards. Um, I don't think she's into she's into that aspect of tarot cards. She just likes tarot cards. Yeah, like cool. um. And when I said, oh, Becky Clooney's done something, mm. she was like, oh, cool, that's cool. And I was like, well, I would love to get them, but I don't care about tarot cards, but I do care about Becky Clooney's artwork. And she's like, oh, well, we can put, we can go in together, because it was going to be 90 quid, yeah. which is insane. But, um, yeah, I didn't get them anyway. So, yeah, uh, Conan. Yes, fuck it up. That's a book <laughs> that Becky Clooney wasn't involved with in the slightest. <laughs> How did um, we get that? <laughs> so, so, the thing is with... Okay, so, I think I have a problem with Conan not... The comic, right? Because I don't know what I expected. Because it's just, just kind of the Arnold just... Schwarzenegger, like no. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he was in it. No, it <laughs> was just there. I don't know. It's just a photograph of him. Um, yeah. So Conan Barbarian is it is what it sa- it does what it says yeah. on the tin. So I don't know why, but I just think I must be lukewarm to Conan the Barbarian mm. because basically what happens in it. Spoilers. What happens in it? You get to see a, you get to hear about a bit of the Conan's origin, or Conan's in a fight in a, in a like in a tournament or something. There's a really sexy lady that's all over him. They go and have sex, and then it turns out she's an evil witch and she's captured. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh okay, and then and then he fights all the undead, and that's it really. I'm not really into. See, the, there was a real, and and there was a buzz online about this. Like a lot of people were talking about it. Yeah, it is nice. Mm. And it is if you like Conan, mm. it's it is it is what it is, right? Do you know what I mean? I was like, I was sitting there going like, oh, well, you know, you're gonna have sex with her, cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> oh, you're gonna kill everyone, are you? Do you know what I mean? Just like, it just seems a bit. I, I just obviously Conan isn't for me because I'm just yeah, like it's so yeah. it, it's, obvious what's gonna happen. Yeah. It's just it's just a ma- male power fantasy, which I know some people are screaming right now, saying it's Conan the Barbarian. Of course yeah. it is. But like, yeah, I just don't know. I think I probably expected more because of Jason Aaron. Yeah, yeah. And but, and Jason Aaron's just writing the same shit that I read in the Conan before. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. It's still lovely, and I think the writing is still good. It's just mm-hmm. it is it's just a Conan book. 
Yeah, so I don't you know probably what... won't be carrying on with it. I might get it as a trade eventually, but yeah, I won't yeah. be getting the issues. That's a lovely cover, though. The, the, the covers yeah. alone oh, are yeah. freaking gorgeous. And, and it reminds me of stuff like, it reminds me of the... He's born to draw Conan. Straight away, mm-hmm. Isad Ribic is born to draw. And Mohamed Azra's artwork is good. And Jason Aaron's writing is still good in it. It's just that I'm lukewarm to it. And I think it's because I'm yeah. lukewarm to the character. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian. That makes Which, sense. You know. And then the final thing I've been reading is a graphic novel. Yeah. And I don't know if you've heard of this, because I heard of this through uh, Paolo Rivera. So he, I mean, he's one of my favorite artists ever. He's this stupidly good artist who can literally draw, sculpt, paint. Oh yeah, he's got stuff definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and his stuff he did. He did ah. He did the Mark Wade. He's mostly famous, I think, for start. They're doing the first lot of issues for Mark Wade's uh, Daredevil series before Chris Army took over. Oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah, and that stuff's lovely. And then Chris Army took over, who's also lovely. And Chris Army's, I think Chris Army's a better cartoonist. Mm-hmm. But I think Paolo Rivera might be a better artist but he not that I want to compare because they're both amazing but like I think Palo Rivera is a bit he's a lot slower that's why Chris Armley took over mm. Chris Armley is this I don't know how he does it but he he can just draw he's so quick at drawing and making it look like it took him ages yeah know how, you know anyway Palo Rivera is a is a is a really good artist he's a painter as well so he he looks he he's I think he's partial to painted works um, and he recommended this book, uh, and this is kind. This is indie, but it's not. So this here is the story of Joe Schuster, the artist behind right. Superman. Right. Okay. Um, and so it's a it's a book about Joe Schuster. Now everyone knows who Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster's are. Schuster are. They are the two creator, the two Jewish immigrants who created Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the history? Do you know the history of that at all? Not really, no. Oh, really? I just, okay, I just, well... I just know that they created him. Strap in. <laughs> Buckle strap up. Strap on. <laughs> um, okay, so I the only thing I knew about the history... So this is my quick little... What I knew about Joe Schuster and Jerry Siegel was... Jerry Siegel was the writer. Joe Schuster was the artist. Um, they were both uh, people of Jewish... Um, they were Jewish immigrants. Or I think they were part of a Jewish immigrant family. And um, they got into writing and drawing and eventually this was in in high school they wanted to become comic book artists they had comic book like creators because they had an idea for a character called superman that that, well no they didn't jerry siegel had an idea for a character called um, superman and it was like this villain that was in a pulp magazine and then it went on from there uh they went and talked to uh DC, I can't remember what they were called at the time, they were called something else, I think they're called National or something. I went to DC, they signed a contract, the contract was uh, a fucking monster, basically. It bas- they basically gave all their rights to DC and then that was it. Oh really? By accident, essentially. But, uh, I'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, so they um, they did all that and then they were penniless up until the 1970s when the Superman film came out and mm. artists and writers and mass media were like you need to this is disgusting they need they deserve um compensation for it and everything yeah yeah so really wow. those yeah so that was for they were credited from the 70s onwards yeah yeah uh, that, but they had because you see it now don't you like at the, at the yeah start you of do but that's only book yeah or, yeah but know? that's only since the 70s really wow and that's only and even though the comic was 1939 i think or something so yeah yeah uh, but Holy then, he, but but then, if you think about it, Bob Kane and Bill Finger—that whole thing. Bill Finger only started. Yeah, yeah. The first thing that Bill Finger got credited in 
was Batman v Superman and oh, um, no, and yeah. Gotham. Yeah. So literally, just like great. Well, I'm glad he's getting some money now. Finally, the d- d- dead guy. Yeah. Great. Yeah, his daughter like fought for that for years, didn't she? Well, and rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. They totally deserve. He deserve, It's so sad. Yeah. And it this really is kind is, of similar yeah. thing. At least it was when they were old men. Yeah. At least yeah. they still were alive. But like people like Bill Finger didn't get a single penny. No. And they died. Bob Kane penniless. was such a dickhead. <laughs> oh, he was. Bob Kane's in this book as well. Oh, I'll is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is a lovely depiction of him. <laughs> fucking wanker in it. So, yeah. So, what this is, is, um, like I said, a book about um, Joe Schuster, specifically. Um, and it literally starts from, like, um, I believe... Oh, yeah. So, it starts with a cop uh, going over to a bench and seeing an old man sleeping on it. Do you uh, know who that guy is? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fucking Joe Schuster. It's, right? it's him. <laughs> He's sleeping on a bench because he doesn't have a house. Oh god! In nineteen seventy something, that's fucking disgusting. And that's the creator of. Superman. And that's the co-creator of Superman. Yeah. Holy shit! That is fucking disgusting. When I read that, because oh I, I knew he didn't have a lot of money. But I was like, wait, they he didn't have a house at this point. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because, but bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how legit. Most of this is. I think it's pretty well um, researched, though. So, and mm-hmm. it's not really a dramatiz- dramatization. That is a problem I have with the book. Really, it feels like a history lesson at times, right? Rather right. than a dramatization. I would have much preferred it if they did that. There's <laughs> moments where it can't decide where it's a dramatization and when it's a history lesson because they'll just have like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and you'd yeah. be like, okay, well, I'd like some moment to breathe with the characters. For so a the bit. structure isn't. A conventional comic book structure, but it is. No, no, but I meant like you know with the story, like the way it's painted. No, yeah, that, that, yeah, I would say it doesn't yeah. have a, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a, a narrative the same yeah, way. Yeah, that yeah, normal, right, yeah, yeah. Um, saying that though, it's still really, really good. It's a brilliant graphic yeah. novel. I've really enjoyed it. Um, my mum got it for me for Christmas, so I was just, I thought I'd just, I don't know why. I think maybe she just saw oh, I said Superman in it check it out because i did have it on my list but it's not like it's a it's not it's not even exactly a conventional superhero comic look at it it's like the way it's painted and all that it's very oh, yeah, um yeah it's very nice and that's one of the reasons why i was so impressed by it because i was like i love the fact that they were able to do this even though it's about superman because you know they would have if dc done it they'd just put some sort of... i know yeah, you're a fan of that yeah. stuff but they're just i don't <laughs> it think looks a need... bit like european in the way that yeah styled. i love it i love the way he's drawn joe there look at him oh yeah it's just re- yeah it's really a nice like art who is the creative team on this? Um, hang on. Julian... I'm going to butcher these names, sorry. Julian Vologe and Thomas Campy. Yeah, their names. And they're in the company that published it was a company called Super Genius. Right. So okay. not DC. Yeah. Which I so think I've is... never heard of that at all. Which I think is great. Because I feel... And this is the problem it, it I have with It would have been biased if it was DC. Yeah. Definitely. It's like I've always wanted a Stan Lee film, right? Yeah. Like, I've always wanted a Stan Lee film, but, but I want it to be honest. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. don't think you're going to get it with Disney. There's there's no way that if DC brought that book out, that they would have, no, you know, the... depicted him so down on no, the No, and they wouldn't that. have depicted Bob Kane the way they've done in this. Yeah. No, they definitely wouldn't. Um, because I know there's a documentary with DC involved, uh, Bob Kane, and it does skirt around the fact that he was a dick, mm. but it was just like, oh, yeah, Bob yeah. Kane created this film. It's like, yeah, yeah but... <laughs> He was also a massive bellend, so can we please? <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, the book the book is it's really good. I, I learned something. 
it's super interesting because, like I said, I told you all I know, and then there's all this other stuff he add, like the fact that um, when they uh, when they came up with a the character, they hang on, let me just find it quickly. Um, when they came up with the character, they um, had a model come round, and she um, she was just getting into modeling and acting and stuff, and um, she was the first Lois Lane. There's some cool ways they've done stuff as well. Like they'll be like going into each other's imaginations and stuff like that, and they would have them walk around it. So they'd be like in a scene. Like there's a bit where, for some bizarre reason, they're gangsters. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't remember that. What why that is? But um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool to read all that sort of stuff. Um, you also find out things like they created other characters since Superman, but failed. They just right. flopped. Like someone called Funny Man, totally flopped. <laughs> um, obviously. Uh, and stuff like I didn't realize later in life Joe Schuster uh, went pretty much blind, which is really sad as well. So like oh, wow. that's my one fear. I've always said like being an artist myself, if anything yeah, happens yeah. to my right hand, that's really horrible because that's my drawing yeah. hand. I mean I could lower my left, I guess, but my drawing hand is my right hand or my eyes. They're the mm. two worst things to probably screw my career up. Yeah. If anything happens to them, I mean if I'm deaf, that's shit. But at least I can still draw. <laughs> do you know what I mean like I don't know so and you hear that with a lot of artists like George Perez I think recently said he's retiring because he's going yeah behind. that's right yeah and that's that's awful so it's just a lot of comic artists that do it but yeah stuff like um, we're talking about sex criminals how about uh, the first ever drawing of a sex criminal that that, that really sounded really bad so I'm going to try again <laughs> basically Joe Schuster when he was so skint he actually drew uh, BDSM comics Oh wow! Really? In the uh, yeah, there's See, that's like another a thing that DC have brushed under the rug. Of course they would. <laughs> Why would they talk about it? Because this was during the time that obviously Superman that what they were he wasn't getting any of the money. Yeah, yeah. This was in his forties at this point, and he needed some cash. And there was this horror comic called Knights of Horror, I believe it's called, and it was, which I think is very harsh for people who like BDSM because it's a BDSM comic. <laughs> uh, but obviously back then it's disgusting and horrible. It's an outrage. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty dirty now, obviously, but now it's like... Oh, there you go. So there's some weird sort of like... So it's all Joe Schuster's like drawings, but look. Just oh, yeah. women getting whipped and stuff. And men. <laughs> but it's like... um, It's so weird. And he felt so bad about it. But the reason he felt bad about it... And like I said, I've never knew any of this. Have you ever heard of the um, comic book burnings during that period before... Um, before the Comics Code of Authority was put in place, yeah, there it was, was like it was it was known as sort of like trash culture, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, really? and massive steer- parents. I mean, it, it, it wasn't an exaggeration when like kids would hide them under their beds and, and read them under their duvets yeah, yeah. with a torch because it was like a it was frowned upon. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you know, Fred, uh, Dr. Frederick Wortham. I'm sure people who know comic book history know that is a guy who um, basically came along and just basically like the reason for homosexuality for. Um, because that was bad back then, <laughs> apparently. Um, <laughs> because of um, that, and the violence that kids would experience and 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 create was due to comic books. Kind of the same way that people are like that with video games mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, and so parents were in mass hysteria about that. One of the books that caused, apparently, that they 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 tied together one of the comic books that um, caused um, these teenagers to kill people. That there was this gang of teenagers that were going around killing people was an issue of Knights uh, Knights of Horror mm-hmm. and it was the very issue that he drew right and that was the one that they put on the news and everything mm. so Joe Schuster was terrified because he thought because he hasn't he wasn't credited on that either because he didn't want to be credited right and they were just going to link it back to him and he might go to prison huh it was getting that serious and um, the writer who did that went to prison fuck it now 
it's it's <laughs> mental and you hear there's so much history behind the the, the this stuff yeah yeah all I, for the guys I, that created superman never even you know no. gone near that i recommend it if you're up for trying an indie book this one still ties back to the superman shit yeah yeah so i probably would recommend it but um and they sort of end, which I think is a good point to end because it's so depressing. They ended at the point where they finally got um, the rights to Superman. Yeah. Well, not the rights, but like they got compensation yeah. for it during the, when the film came out in the seventies. And I think that's that's really good point to end because yeah. obviously Joe Schuster went blind and yeah. I don't know what happened to Jerry. Wasn't that, wasn't that ending? Um, <laughs> oh, the the Bob Kane thing. I just oh, want to yeah. mention that quickly. The reason Bob Kane is a dick, and I'm sure everyone knows why he's a dick, but there's a bit in it that proves he's a dick. Let's try saying dick any more times. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Bruce Wayne. Uh, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Amy, he's Bob. Uh, Bob Kane uh, was working with them at the time and he came up with Batman and there was the whole... Uh, there's a bit where Jerry's like, I, I hate Batman. <laughs> he's like, why do you hate Batman? It's like, because oh, he's an idiot. He's just he's just one of us. He's just a Superman. Because that was that time. Obviously, Superman was the first character and so like other people started just copying mm-hmm. Superman or in this case, this because they were Bob Kane was hired by National, I think they're called National, I can't remember, or DC at the time, and they like make me a Batman, oh make me a Superman. And he's like okay, and then he came up with Batman, and we know all that stuff, we know all about that. But because he made that Batman at the time, it was the same contract that Joe Shuster and Jerry Siegel had signed, where they just mm-hmm. gave away all their rights. Later on, when they tried to sort of, um, set up a, um, they wanted to sue National about it. Uh, they asked Bob Kane because they said, "Look, you've got your Batman character. He is not getting any. Uh, look, you're not getting any of that. Don't you want to sort it out yourself?" He's like, "Okay, guys." And he's Bob Kane's like, "Okay, guys, I'll, I'll have a think about it." He goes back to National and tells them that they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then says, "By the way, um, if they're doing that, uh, I won't join them if you sort out my contract and make, right. give me the rights." And they were like, and he was like. They're like, why should we give you the rights? So, well, because I was a minor. Oh, when fucking that. And he's like, oh, okay. So they renegotiated, and then he got the rights. And I think he got his dad's Holy lawyer. Shit. He got his dad, who was a lawyer, to come in as well. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking shithead. <laughs> and so later on, he phones them up and just says, nah, sorry, guys, I'm not going to do it. Because he got the rights, so he <laughs> didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Because he found a way out of it. And what a sneaky bastard. <laughs> the best thing about the page is this. So you got Bob Kane. There he is, the smug asshole. There. Look at the next panel. <laughs> he's the, he's the Joker on the phone. Wow. Because that's he is a, I love that art a, there. That's pretty cool. He was a prick. Um, <laughs> and I thought it was funny because Mark Hamill, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker, but more importantly, Joker, actually um, said once when he met Bob Kane, he said it's like um, he really he feels that Bob Kane thinks he's Bruce Wayne, but really he's more like Oswald Copperpot. <laughs> so it's like Oswald Coppot if you think he's Bruce Wayne. I love Mark Hamill. I yeah, love him. <laughs> and I think he, I wouldn't be surprised if he's right. Like, yeah. I can imagine because Bob Kane really thought he was Bruce Wayne. Amazing. He seemed like an idiot, and well, he would do stuff like that. So, but yeah, the book's great. So go go check out um, the artist behind Superman, the Joe Schuster story. Really good book. If you like some really nice painted artwork, and if you like some comic book history, I'd recommend it. Awesome. So. Well, um, I actually do have a few more books that I want to get through before we reach uh, the point where we're talking about Spider-Geddon. Um, Go ahead, sorry, I didn't mean to. It's alright, dude. Um, so on. carrying on with the Batman theme, I guess, um, mm-hmm. I read uh, The Dark Knight Returns, The Last Crusade, which is the prequel oh. to The Dark Knight Returns. 
Um, That's so weird you mentioned that because I literally, I was sorting out my bookshelves yesterday and I came across that and I had a look for that. Uh, See, I I only recently got it. Again, it was was Mm -hmm. gifted to me by Abby uh, a while back and I've only recently just got around to reading it. Um, As you know, and I'm sure my listeners will know, I'm a huge fan of DKR. Um, Dark Knight Returns, in my opinion, is one of the greatest Batman stories ever told. Um, oh, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, this came out. Um, when did this come out? Uh, let me see if I can find the year on this. It it wasn't recently. It came out a while back. Uh, 2016. This came out, and it was released as like a premium format one shot. Um, got like a, mm-hmm. a nice spine on it, um, and it is it is the prequel to you know what happens before. Like the reason sort of why the Joker is the way he is in that story. Obviously, Miller is involved in it because it's Dark Knight Returns. Um, uh, the story's by him and Brian Azzarello. Um, now, the pencils were by John Rita Jr. Again, listeners will know that I'm not the biggest fan of him. However, yeah, I, it really worked you... in this book. Um, uh, yeah, because... Yeah, okay, so John Rita Jr. Is, I'm, I'm hit and miss with him. I, li- I like his stuff. Um, he's one of the only reasons I actually like Kick-Ass, the first one. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't really like Kickass, I think it's, I think it's way too. There's points in Kickass where it's Mark Miller, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just, yeah. just decides to be like outrageous for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see why you might not like John Romita Jr. Because I do feel like he's hit and miss with mm-hmm. me. Like, I remember there's one page, and I remember Hugh had a comic with, <laughs> with Avengers in or something, like that, and I think Wolverine was in it, and he pulls the most stupid face <laughs> at one point. I wonder if I can find it. I'll see if I can find it. But yeah, carry on. Sorry, I didn't it's all right. Much, um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna just find. I, it. I was apprehensive when I saw that you know Ramita Junior was doing the art on this, but I've got to say I was very impressed with it. Um, I think it works, he's a it? really good visual storyteller. I might not enjoy his rendering of characters, but I think he really pulls off action and just. The way he sort of lays out the story, I think he's done a really good job with this, um, and it and it worked. Mm. You know, the whole tone of it actually really did work for his style, and yeah, I was I was really impressed with it. I had a good time with it, man. It's it's a good it's a good book, isn't it? I think this is the thing with um these. I, did, I haven't read Dark Knight Returns three. I don't know what that's like, but I'm glad oh, it's it's good. Yeah, I, I liked it. Well, yeah, I'm glad I'm biased because I'm a Miller fan. Yeah, but you know, do you I'll like? Just... But do you like the Dark Knight yeah. too? Do you like that? Um, strikes. Uh, well, I, I do, but obviously it's it's nowhere near as good as the first yeah. one. Maybe um... you are biased then, because I thought it was a pile of shit. But because <laughs> <laughs> the first, don't get me wrong, Dark Knight Returns is a is a masterpiece. I think it's, mm-hmm. a, it's such a brilliant book, and like you said, one of the best Batman graphic novels. I think, for my opinion, the best one is Batman Year One, but they're both Frank Miller, and um, but. Yeah, I thought the second one was awful. It was so bad. Um, yeah, it, it was. It was kind of like a wet fart, wasn't it? Compared but it was, to the first one. But this is the thing. It was when Frank Miller was going a bit bonkers mm. and started being this weird freak of a man. <laughs> like you. Well, you. I mean, have you read All Star Batman and Robin? Uh, no, the, I haven't. The thing he did think. with Jim Lee. That is just. That's when I think he finally just fell off his rocking chair really? and just went mental. <laughs> There's a bit where he basically he calls. <laughs> where Batman calls Robin a retard. Oh my god! <laughs> and you're like, excuse me, sorry, listeners, but yeah, he call, he calls he calls him <laughs> it's Frank Miller's words. <laughs> and, and you're like, what the f- why? 
And then jo- and then Robin's all like, oh, this is really gay. Like Batmobile <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, what the hell? This guy oh, is just Uncle Frank Miller trying to be weird. <laughs> it's like him trying to be really hard, but like he's really like he looks like a he sounds like a child. He sounds like commenters on the internet. Batman is not a commenter on the yeah. internet. That's so weird. It was like, why does he why is he called Robin that? That's so stupid. And um Uncle- that's where the goddamn Batman thing Uncle, comes Uncle Frank from. doesn't know any better, though. Yeah, yeah, he was weird. It's, but um, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I am a sucker for a bit of Miller. I know he's a bit odd, mm. and he comes out with some strange things, yeah. but as Batman. Mm. And this the one, only, uh, the it, only thing I was going to say, the reason like, I mentioned the fact that Miller's gone mental is because I noticed in DK, DK3, or DKR3, mm-hmm. um, Donkey Kong Returns 3. The Master uh, Race. <laughs> he... he um, uh, it's not just him, isn't it? Who's writing it? It's um, oh, I forgot. Is it Azarello? It's Azarello. Yeah. So well. they've got someone yeah. on board who's probably as crazy as him, but less mental. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like they've got <laughs> him to rail him in yeah. a bit more. And isn't Azarello yeah, yeah. involved in? He's doing damn. Okay, yeah, but didn't he do at the moment? I forgot what it's called. The the Dark Knight book we're well, talking he's... about. <laughs> I've got... Yeah, he's doing he's, he's doing the Last Crusade That's as it. well. Yeah, so yeah. so he so it yeah, feels yeah. like they've got someone who's sort of like yeah Frank Miller you can do it, but then he sort of brings it back yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. And I absolutely. think that's totally yeah, yeah. fair because if you just left him to it, it would just be a fucking yeah. No, I I totally. Agree. I think Jim Lee I was do. terrified of him. <laughs> you know, so just, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll draw anything you want, Frank. It's okay. It's like, Poor Jim. I want Wonder Woman to walk. Ar- I want Wonder Woman to walk around and call any man a sperm bank. <laughs> yeah because that's feminism and you're like what is your medal <laughs> I'd love to meet him you know I really oh, would. I he's, I he's would. up there with like Alan Moore or like he's yeah. that level Alan like... Moore's lovely I've met him no okay oh god I know you're talking Ow, about no, no we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it later alright we'll sorry no, he's we'll on talk... my list I've met him not, he's, that, he's... Not, not that kind of list he's but, you know, so he's... nice he's so he... nice but oh, I'll talk about it now He's so elusive, though. Like, no, I, just, I need to meet him. Oh, I have met him. I'll talk about it later, anyway. though, because I realise we, we, we are getting quite late, and I need yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, sorry about it. So, yeah, carrying sorry. on with this one, uh, I love Miller. Um, I love the portrayal between the, of the relationship between Batman and Robin in this. I thought it was great. Uh, the Joker dialogue was amazing, really, like, deep and psychological. Um, yeah, not, not the biggest fan of Miller's style, but I think he's a great storyteller. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, two thumbs up for me. Last Crusade. It, yeah, it, it was good. I enjoyed it. I haven't read the um, the third book. I might do it at some point, but I thought at least if I read, uh, if I read that, it's kind of connected to what I have read mm-hmm. almost. So I just thought, why not? And also because I'm interested, I was like, what? How, what happened to that, Robin? I want to know what's going. Yeah, you know. Um, but I enjoyed it. So yeah, I, I, it's got a thumbs up from me as well. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um. I also read issue one of Miles Morales Spider-Man. Um, oh, okay, yeah, because um, we, talk, we talked about it on Four Color Corner. Uh, mm-hmm. Written by Saladin Ahmed and illustrated by Javier Garon. Mm-hmm. David Curiel is also on this book. Is he the inker, I think? Um, so I'm just looking through it now. Right. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. Did, did you check this out? or I have briefly, but only on the episode. I'm going to get... I'm Miles is... That book I'm going to get when I as a, as a trade because um oh, right, okay. every Miles Morales Spider Man title I've all I got as trades oh right um, I see. except the 
the recent Brian Michael Bendis series, which was terrible. <laughs> yeah. like, did you hear yes. about that one? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Oh yeah, I it, mean, I was reading up until the end so and listening yes, so along I. with uh, oh, Jack, Jack's podcast. What the fuck um, yeah, was I doing? Was, it, I don't know what happened with that. It was I wasted so, hard. so much money on that terrible <laughs> I think series. a lot of us did. It's so but no, bad. This, I don't know the, how that happened because Brian Michael Bendis obviously co-created this character mm. and he was and it was so good before so what the hell went wrong? And I think it's just because it, because they introduced him into the 616 universe and I think Bendis was bored. Yeah. Quite frankly. It, he just went, it checked oh, out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, but, At least now there's a new creative team behind it, and it's definitely made me excited to do it. Yeah. But I I decided just to wait as a trade again. Yeah. Because I've read it the other way, and I got burned that that time, so I'm just not going to bother now. No, this was this was great, great, mate. Saladin Ahmed yeah, is a fantastic writer. He did Black mm-hmm. Bolt. Um, oh, yeah. What else did he do? He did something recently that was just wrapped up. Uh, I, I don't know. Fuck. It's gone. I don't know why I keep thinking Batman, but he hasn't had Batman titles. So Jack is going to be shouting at me right now. He knows, he knows. he's a big fan of Saladin Ahmed. Um, yeah, he is. He's a big fan. He's. I think he'll be telling me to. But yeah, it's it's great. Um, Everything form. So yeah, happy with that. I'll check it out. Miles is back on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to finish with a. Oh, actually, just mention this one first. This, this DC comic that I've been reading, uh, Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Issue forty-five. Now I, I dip in and out of Suicide Squad, um, because it is just sort of like a a mindless pick up and put down you know and uh-huh. it, it's enjoy it's enjoyable it's not going to win any awards but i enjoyed it it was um sink atlantis part one so it's like a, an aquaman atlantis storyline oh, okay um yeah it was good rob williams does the story uh with dan abnett um and pencils is by jose lewis jose luis luis i liked it i liked it it was cool uh, not a lot to say about it. It was just a bit of fun. Uh-huh. Um, so, carrying on. The last thing I want to mention is some mutant stuff. I oh. read. I've been reading a lot of a lot of <laughs> X Men. I'm sorry. Is it X Men from like the 80s and 90s? Oh no, no, it's, it's it's recent X Men. Oh, that's. I'm not. I'm not. I don't care. It's recent X Men. <laughs> um, I'm so, only kidding. I know I'm, JB gives you gives you a lot of shit for. He does. X-Men. I was no, counting I, I, on you. You're the you're the one person I talk to about X Men. Well, I'm, I'm indifferent <laughs> to X Men. I I because we do because Jack and I were talking about. It, I say like, oh, X Men's shit, and I'm like, how dare you? X Men is not shit. It's just it needs to find its footing again. Okay. Yeah. Well. So um, okay, I read X Men Black, which was um, like a five part. Mm-hmm one shot kind of thing did you see this no i haven't see i haven't read this is what i was trying to say i'm indifferent to it but i haven't read any of the color books i haven't read any modern stuff for a long time mm-hmm. i haven't read anything since because i think I, I was like oh i've read i've read some stuff but i haven't read anything since all new x-men and uncanny x-men and all that stuff which was oh, coming see. out yeah, with, yeah. All, with all with uh all new marvel yeah, yeah oh no sorry no marvel now it wasn't even all new marvel now it was marvel now it was that first ever reboot they did when they said yeah. they were going to do it and then they did it um and um <laughs> Before then, New X-Men by Grant Morrison. Right. So that's literally my modern X-Men. Everything else I've read from the 80s and the 90s. So current X-Men has been very up and down. Um, Yeah, from what I've heard. They did X-Men Blue, X-Men Gold, X-Men Red, um, which were all ongoings. Mm -hmm. Um, They've they've all finished now because they've rebooted the thing again with Uncanny. Yes. Uh, But X-Men Black was just... Five one-shots. Um, there's a backup story at the end about Apocalypse, which 
is is in four parts across the four one shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get X Men Black Magneto, Mojo, Mystique, Juggernaut, and Ember Frost. Um, and this was very hit and miss. Um, and it was weird though because the ones that I thought I was going to enjoy the most were actually the ones I enjoyed the least. Right. And the runaway hit for me, which was the one that I thought that I'd hate, which is the Mojo one. Because I've I'm, heard that's good. Uh, I've, yeah, I've actually I, heard that's good as well. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm a, I'm a Mojo fan at all. In fact, oh, no, I found the character quite weird over the years. He scared me as a kid. He's, yeah, he's never yeah, he been one of my favourites at all. But his depiction in this one-shot is fantastic, and I do recommend you pick it up. If you find it in like a, a cheap box or something, hmm. you know, just just get it, man. Uh, it's written by Scott Orkerman. Um, artists are Nick Bradshaw nice. and Andre Limmer Araggio. I like Nick Bradshaw. Nick Bradshaw's good. Um, and he's, I don't know who the other one is. He's though. done a great job on this. Um, it's just a very... He's humanised the character. And what, Mojo, really? done it in a very funny, um, clever way. Um, with a little bit of action thrown oh, okay. in as well. It, yeah, it was just it was really great and um, globs in it. You know that weird like skeleton X Men. Oh like yeah, the one that's like, got like a basically pink. like pink jello on him. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, Glob. Yeah. yeah, so he's in it as well. That's but, see, that's new X Men stuff again. That guy. Yeah, and that's that's the era I love the most. Again, it's Grant Morrison though, so I don't know if you'd be up for that. Oh but. right. Did you read? No. Did you read New X Men? Um. Uh, I don't know if I did. It was just Grant Morrison and Frank Whiteley did the artwork at the start. I don't, and then I don't, I don't think I've read that one. It's the one where it's got... It was when the movie first came out. Right. The first film. So, of course, they were all wearing black leather now and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was Grant Morrison writing it, so it made it badass. And he had like they had like the yellow X across the suit. Oh, I remember. That yeah, time, but yeah. They, but they all wore black suits. And Emma Frost was... That was when Emma Frost first joined the team. And stuff. I remember. And she had that weird X costume where it's like... Her skin, her naked was skin the makes X. up the X. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that weird, that weird outfit. Oh, I remember that. But yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But oh. yeah, um, yeah, that one. That was that was great. The Mojo one. Um, what else was it? Uh, yeah, the Mystique and the Juggernaut one. Um, I thought mm-hmm. was shit. Um, <laughs> it was just <laughs> okay. just shit. absolute shit. Really, it was one of them where you That's sort of. Shame. You're reading through it and going, no, no, no. I can't imagine a Juggernaut comic being my jam either, though, to be honest. A comic just about Juggernaut sounds a bit... The weird. art in it was awful. It was by someone... I don't want to name and shame, but the fella's called Sean Crystal. And, uh, oh, wow, yeah, poor just Sean. did... I don't know who that is. Did not like it at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was one of those two. Um, but the ones that... I'd, the ones that I did like were uh, the Emma Frost one and the Magneto one. Mm. They were pretty cool. I, I um, think they're both interesting characters, though. I think that's the thing. Like Emma, Fro- yeah, Emma Frost is is one of those characters where I didn't think she was going to be that interesting, and then just gradually throughout these years, I'm like, ah, she, she's really, she's really quite interesting. Yeah, she's one um, of my favourite characters in X Men. Yeah, um, and obviously Leah... no, you don't have to say anything about Magneto because it's Magneto, so everyone yeah, going to be yeah. interesting. So. It's uh, Leah Williams is the writer on the Emma Frost one. And um, okay. she's got a really good grasp of the character, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recommend that one as well. Cool. Um, X-Men Extermination has just wrapped up, which was the X-Men event that was going on. The, mm-hmm. um, basically, you know, the old, the original X-Men have come to our time 
because the beast brought yes. them. So basically, this was the, the their way of getting rid of them because <laughs> they've been hanging mm. around for far too long, confusing everything. So extermination was getting rid of the old original X Men, and it was a great wrap up to an event. Really yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the writer on it is Ed Brisson, and I love his stuff. I think he's a great writer. Um, Pepe Laraz was the artist. Great event. I do recommend it. Mm-hmm. If it comes out in trades and you, you fancy it, check it out, man. Cause... I, might, I might do it at some point. I do need to read some X-Men again. It's just nothing Nothing contemporary has pulled me in at all. Yeah. I just feel like I'm not that bothered. But as um, as an event that couldn't, you know, really wrong, it, 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 it was dealt, dealt with right. perfectly. It was great. So oh, okay. the old X-Men uh, are gone back to their timeline. Um that's and, good. Yeah. Because it did, because Brian, ben, Brian Michael Bennett was a bit of a shithead. Because <laughs> he just sort of, well, I love that series, but then he was just like, and now I'm going to leave someone yeah. else to do it. Uh, and I'm like, you're a, you're a dick. He like came up with the idea and didn't end He loves it. doing like, that. Man, just leaving all these threads dangling. Sure, <laughs> yeah, but I don't even think it's anything clever. It's more like he just like, oh man, I can't think of anything. You know what? Just give it to some other guy. So give it some other, some Spoil- other sucker. <laughs> See you later. I'm going to go with DC. <laughs> yeah. so. Spoiler alert for the end of Extermination. But, I mean, I've, I've, obviously everyone knows that the original Cyclops is back. Um, so that was mm-hmm. how it ended. The old the old man. Yeah. The, the yeah. older Cyclops. <laughs> not so the then, old and, and in that series as well, um, <laughs> C- Cable got killed by a younger Cable. So there's this whole thing now where like... Ooh, ooh. So we've, young we've now got Young Cable, who I think is a bit of a dickhead, don't like it him. It sounds I, like a bit of a dickhead. It's like when they're trying to young, young down, age down Lobo. Oh, him. yeah, that was horrible. He was like this uh, weird, like... That already, that stinks of that. Yeah. <laughs> you said that, I was like, oh. Yeah, so, no. like, Young Cable's hanging out with uh, old Cyclops now. So, like, there's that going on. Um, I don't have any affinity to either Lobo or Cable, but I hate the sound of both of <laughs> And then they brought out X-Men The Exterminated, which was like a one-shot to wrap up the whole Death of Cable thing. God, there's so much X-Men, yeah. Chris. <laughs> and then, God, they really know their fan base, I don't know. they? Because if you bought all these I as know. well... It's, but oh, this one was God. disappointing. I expected more from it. I mean, it had it had oh, Hope Summers in it, and I, I really like Hope, um, you know, Cable's daughter. So that, that was yeah, nice. Um, but no, on a whole, that one-shot, just I expected more. Um and then it continues to go downhill, unfortunately, for X-Men. Because X-Men, um, they've started up Uncanny X-Men again, right? Mm-hmm, I heard. Now, this title was a seven ninety nine cover price book. Yep, I heard right? that too. Which completely just put me off. For fuck's sake. $8, man. That's a lot of money for a floppy. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it was a fat floppy, but it just wasn't worth it. I and I was really disappointed with it, man. It's repetitive, unoriginal, and a real just. I've actually stopped reading X Men now because of this. I, it's I've heard bad. there's a podcast I listen to called Wait What, and that's a really good podcast. Um, and they wait uh, what? Yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> wait what? Wait what? Wait comma what? <laughs> Question mark. It's like that. Uh, and um, they, uh, one of them said it was just like because he's not because he's old he's a lot older as well than us sorry that's really harsh he's older than us uh <laughs> and so he has no nostalgia for the 90s x-men and stuff i see and he just said when he read it it just felt like a really lazy attempt at nostalgia 
and just no substance. Yeah, it's really it's really bad, man. And for me, yeah. I mean, you know how big of an X Men fan I am. Well, if you have to, to not it, to yeah. not enjoy an X Men title so much that I've stopped buying, it's yeah. got to be it's got to be bad. It was a real stinker, honestly, mate. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. And they're releasing it weekly <laughs> as well. Oh, see, um, that's the nah. So off. I was like, yeah. So I am done. <laughs> I'm so. And spoiler alert for later on when we talk about Spider Geddon, but mm-hmm. the Superior Spider Man issue one, I hated so much that that was the final yeah. straw, and I am now not buying Marvel comics anymore. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, mate. Well, that's a good it for was, you. Fuck it. It was it. Right. It was X Men. Uncanny X Men. That was. That did it for me, but yeah. Superior Spider-Man issue one was the straw that broke the camel's back, and I'm no, I out. Don't, I, I don't I'm not. It. I'm not buying floppies of Marvel until they book I, up their ideas. I because honestly, you. mate, there's just so much shit that they're putting out at the moment. Let alone their awful, awful paper quality. That issue one of Superior Spider-Man, I just had black marks all over my fingers because you know it was, it was like I the, see, I do, I do the as Stanley well. Stanley keep... tribute issue as well. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? The so Spider-Man, cheap. right? What is, so what is it with the Spider-Man comic? What is it with the Spider-Man comic and the ink? I don't I said this to Jack and Hugh and they're like, I don't think that happens. It's like, yes, it fucking does. It does. It's not as Jack doesn't read Peter Parker's Spider-Man so he doesn't know what he's talking about. But Hugh, I'm, I'm calling you out, Hugh, freaking put your finger does, on one of those does comics. Does Hugh wear gloves spy... when he reads? But, but, does sorry? he wear gloves when he reads? Well, yeah, I was going to say, he probably does. <laughs> I, I say, Hugh, if you're listening, put your, put what, your, your thumb... On one of your Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man comics, right? On the cover for 10 seconds and then remove it. It's a mess, honestly. If you dare. If you dare. (laughs) Because then you'll see there's a freaking smudge on there. And your DNA is all over it. Yeah, so I am done with Marvel comics. No, I understand. Well and truly pissed me off and disappointed me. I'm reading less and less superheroes in general. So. So yeah, my pull list has been, you know, cut down a lot. So that's great. But in a really... On a really bad bad way, you know, well, because it's like, I'm not enjoying their stuff anymore. Well, if you're going to quit either of them, you're quitting the one that at least won't, you know, well, you know, the, the one that really bums your bank account basically, because that because they they, they they love it. I mean, but the th- premium the price th- comics releasing them the, so re- frequently. Exactly. Um, but I, I'm yeah. The thing that I don't get with them is it's like they have the money, just invest in some decent quality paper. Yeah, but then they wouldn't make any money from it. They're just not focusing on the this stories is, this either. Is the thing, it's just, I don't know. This is the thing that bugs me about, not just Marvel, but it's also DC. It's stuff like, at least DC is sort of like paper quality, I agree, but then stuff like, why is Batman twice a month? Why is, uh, why have you, are you also, you said you were going to do it at 2 then you decided to drop, drop that. Oh yeah, drawing the line at 2 you dropped it. So what happened to that? That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything now. Yeah. Uh, Marvel can't talk because they're just always expensive, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that just, oh, it's just, it's, it is ridiculous. Because you, like you said, it's like, I've just totally forgotten what my point is. I'm now just stalling because I've completely forgotten what my point <laughs> it's is. It's all right, mate. But, but right. yeah, just, yeah, I think I think that both superhero comics, oh yeah, that's it, advertisement. Really freaking oh, pisses yeah. me off yeah. when I've got an advert for M&Ms on the back of my comic or something. And you're just like, <laughs> why? You are Marvel Comics. If Image don't have to do yeah. it, why the hell do you do it? That's also, so fucking greedy, just, honestly. Just saying, right? Just saying. If you watch, if you're watching a TV channel, if you're watching a TV channel, right, and you get adverts on it, do you know why you get adverts on it? Because they don't use your TV license money. But if you go on the BBC, for example, exactly, you you know you've paid for it, yeah. right? So, I've paid for a Marvel comic, yeah. 
Why am I getting advertisements on it? <laughs> exactly. You've got my money. And I've never understood that because Image do it fine. That I've paid for my Image comic, therefore there's no adverts. It's fucked, man. If you're going to do that, release the comic free and then put advertisements in it. Yeah, Marvel Comics. I don't get can, it. I've never, DC off. do it as well. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get the comic. I don't get comic book advertising. If I've paid for the item, I shouldn't get advertisement. Exactly. Make it free then. Make the comic free. Yeah. So, f- and I don't f- want that. Fuck f- Marvel Comics. Uh, let's talk about Edge of Spider Geddon yeah. from Marvel Comics. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about the recent Spider Man event, Spider Geddon. Now, Ben and I have touched on this in the last episode where we covered the Edge of Spider Geddon yes. intro. Uh, so, we won't go through them. If you, if you want to hear our thoughts on that, listen to the last episode. So, let's start with issue zero. Um, oh, no, we've talked about that too. So yeah, well, yeah issue but zero we could talk was... about issue zero if you want because it's part of it. I mean, we can mention it. Yeah. So issue zero so was it... the um, Spider-Man Insomniacs. Sorry, Marvel's Spider-Man or Insomniacs Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man PS4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that character, yeah. whatever his name the is. PS4 Spider-Man. Yeah, PS4 Spider-Man. Meeting, meeting superior basically. And that worked. That worked really well. Yeah, I really enjoyed. And that. I thought the art was great in it. Yeah. Um, that was really really good. So. It was released. It was released in a weird order though, because you had to read zero before the Superior Octopus one shot in Uh, order. Which I didn't read. I didn't read that, so I don't know what happened in that. And that was good. To be honest, mate. I mean, before we go into it, I just want to summarize my feelings on the whole event. Yeah, go on. I'll do the same. It started off really well. I I really loved the art in it. Mm -hmm. I thought the the energy felt good. The the action felt good. And then it really took a nosedive at the end. Mm It real and the ending. I sorry, but I thought it was just ridiculous, mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. And um, I've actually got a listener uh, listener comment that I want to read out at the end. Okay. Um, he had a similar point of view. Rich Watkin, mm-hmm. uh, he's a regular listener. What's up, Rich? Um, yeah, thanks for your input. We'll read your comment at the end. But he felt the same. Um, well, yeah, okay. I, I just yeah, I, I was really fucking disappointed with this man. Well, um, I'm the opposite. I loved it. Really? All of it? it? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> oh my no, god. No, I know. Okay, so I'm the same as you, except I was exactly the same emotion throughout the entire thing. Really? There was no point where I was like, I, I start. It started off like, that's nah, all right. I mean, that was good. It was okay. Yeah. And then it just ended, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, so that happened. See, I, 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 mean, I, I don't know about, like, I don't know about how, well, was, how far well, you was... went into it, but I was reading every single tie-in. So I no, was. See, I couldn't. I, I couldn't was. Do that. I was reading the Gwen stuff. Uh, oh, sorry, no, no, the no, go- the no. ghost spider stuff. No, um, I couldn't do that. And so I I'm was sorry. I was fully into it. I was reading, you know, Spider Girls, Spider Force, yeah, Vault of the Spiders. Um, no, okay. So as far with me, what happened with me was I read Edge of Spider Geddon and Spider Geddon, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. So I didn't read it. I didn't. I couldn't be bothered. So to let me do any tie-ins. <laughs> let me tell you right now, the tie-ins yeah. were a bag of wank. They were completely the okay, unnecessary. So, yeah, um, Spider Geddon stank. Of just literally trying yeah, to get money out of your it, pockets, and that was it. So I just yeah, didn't bother. And, and the thing is, when, though, I mean, you know. they did it with Spider Verse, right? Um, and Vault of Vault yeah, of but, Vault of Spiders uh, was like a <clears throat> like an anthology thing. The way that the mm-hmm. two issue Spider Verse did sort of, you know, like yes. focused on little short stories, all different Spider characters, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. You got Spider Mom in there, you know, like the Aunt May yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which is a really fun, interesting, strange character. Mm-hmm. And I that part of it because it was stupid and fun. And there was like the, you know the, the cowboy Spider Man and stuff like that with the horse yeah, with, like the, with the mask on. Cool. You know, th- there is there is some great parts in this, right? Like mm-hmm. th- there was a moment in the main story where they were sort of looking up to find all these different Spider-Men from different universes. And there was like a side cop with the moustache and the PS4 Spider-Man was like, oh my God, he's real. <laughs> it was amazing. Like I love little parts like that in it where you got to see all these different Spider-Men. But the way that it was brought together, towards the end, I was just like, there's just literally no point. And the, and the tie-ins, like... The whole thing with Gwen, right? It didn't make any sense, right? So she got like she went away to a yeah. Gym, that happens at the start and, in, and the it, start of Spider-Man. and in the in the and you yeah and you'd think that in the miniseries something important would happen, but it didn't. The whole the whole thing was pointless, and eventually when she came back at the end, I, I feel like the whole thing was just written for the purpose of trying to find a clumsy way to give her that name, Ghost Spider. Because that scene where she came back and Miles was like, oh, Gwen, you're back. Uh, we, we, thought, we thought you... Are you sure you're not some kind of ghost? Like a, a ghost spider? Oh, and then she was like, off, huh, really? go, ghost spider. <laughs> oh, I like that, yeah. And it's like... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It was hmm, You seem like some sort of... <laughs> Gwen, oh <laughs> mate, you seem like it, some it, sort of spider, Gwen. And at that point, Gwen. I was just like, oh. "No, this isn't happening." That's and then, then Miles just was just ridiculous with like that Captain Universe power thing. I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, okay, yeah, that right, okay, that is. When did that happen? It was so weird. Was confu- that was confusing. Okay, because that was it. When I was like, I obviously didn't read the tie-in. Why is Captain Universe here? And then I realized it was Miles. And I was like, wait. What? So, so wait. Did it? Did that happen at the end of part four, or was that in a tie? It wasn't. A it was. That wasn't in a tie-in. It just happened. No. Was it? Oh, okay. So that's how bored I must have been. I just got. I just got. Like I was just traipsing through this. This. This really boring. It story. all happened it was, off panel. It was boring. Considering the amount of Spider-verse, tie-ins they had, and then the most important yeah. part, and it happened off panel. I was like, what the fuck, man? And then like Spider Verse was so good, right? I love Spider-Verse and I think that was the thing that just made me feel a bit sad about this because everything was just cool and there was new yeah. there was all these alternate universe Spider-Man yeah. and the story meant something and it was something like even though it was a tie-in it still did it still did things that I felt like that you know it up the stakes it did a lot of that sort of stuff this like I said I was just pootling along throughout the entire thing and then it just ended and I was like oh that was an I absolute mean, waste of money hi- highlight in it mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll agree was Spider-Man mm-hmm. as I hear say it <laughs> okay no I don't agree <laughs> but the whole I thought Spider-Man and it was the whole also sword, dull. Sword Vigor. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> but like, but then it was like stuff like, I don't know. Okay, so, I don't know. It's just stuff like, right, so Spider-Man was supposed to be in Japanese, right? And he was in Japanese in Spider-Verse. Do you remember they yeah. had like a, in brackets and they said translated from Japanese? He just spoke English for the entire thing, though. That's a very they good point. I didn't like, have anything that. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. That didn't make any sense. Why did. And it just felt like Christos Gage obviously just ignored stuff like that. Yeah, oh, I, like, I am not. Just talk English I am now. not a Christos Gage fan. I found that throughout Superior Spider-Man, where the issues where he wrote and plot just uh, sorry yeah. slot just plotted it, it was very mm, noticeable. Yeah. And again, at the end, 
well, obviously, Superior Spider-Man starts off. He's writing that, mm. and you didn't write, you didn't read that no, one. No, I did didn't. You? I, I couldn't. It's um, against Titan. And... Mate, it was it was really bad. Well, I was about to um, say, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. with Superior Spider-Man, it was issue one to thirty-three. Now it's over. I yeah, don't, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I don't see the I'm point. not going to continue with that run at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't like the art in it. Mike Hawthorne and Slur. Um, oh it's just no. It, it was. It was awful, mate. And like I say, it was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I was like, no, I'm out with Marvel. I'm out. I'm just done. Um, so yeah, it was a real, real disappointment. This event for me. Yeah. F- first half of it, I you know, I liked. I wasn't disappointed, but, but I haven't felt. I don't think I'm ever going to read it again. No. Oh God, no, I won't. But I have no, with... I have no interest. It was, it was it, it, yeah, I can see why you're disappointed. But with me, because I, I felt kind of like felt disappointment straight from the get go. Yeah. Well, no, I get disappointed because I just don't, I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's anything interesting mm-hmm. at all. I, I couldn't tell you what happened in it really, except there's a bit weird bit at the end where they're all babies now, all the Borland family are babies, and I was like, okay, yeah, that cool. bit was like, what the fuck? Like it was. There's a really good page though. There's a page where they're all coming, all these spiders are coming down upon, upon, is it Moreland? No, it's where, where the big Moreland. I keep calling him Moreland because I can't remember the others. All names, the characters but... are the same, basically. Yeah, all, the, <laughs> it's like... all, all those bastards, all the spider eating bastards. Um, there's the big <laughs> dude and all the spiders come down upon them. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that page. And then later on, that's the other thing. Peter isn't in this at all. No, he just shows up at the end and it's like, hey guys, yeah, what are this? And he fought Morlon in the book that I wasn't yeah. reading. So I was just like, oh my god, this is pants. <laughs> you, I don't Honestly, care about mate, any, it was just... anything that's happening. It was really just... Yeah, now more and more I think about it. Yeah, I actually really didn't like Spider-Geddon. No. Like, up until the end, I was like, oh god, really? The only saving like... grace was yeah. the art in it. Like like I say, the, yeah, the, the art was fine. good. Uh, yeah. But no, it, yeah. Spider-Verse was far well, superior I'm, to Spider-Geddon. No I'm no kind of glad that we... Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of glad that we agree. I was wondering what you were going to say because uh, I know we're both big Spider-Man fans. So I was thinking like, I don't yeah. know, because we could be biased, yeah. either of us. I, I, but I personally didn't like it. I just didn't, I just felt no. it was weak as compared to comparing it to the other Spider, uh, Spider-Event, Spider-Verse. I just yeah. think because Spider-Verse did it right. Yeah, it was a total cash-in tie-in, but it worked mm-hmm. with the, 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 at least there was stakes, there was there was substance i felt and then i felt with yeah. this it was just like literally a cash in because there happened to be a spider verse film coming out yeah and the way that it ended as well it was just yeah. it was it reeked of like oh what do we do to end it i yeah. don't oh, know shit. just, oh, just, just turn it. them all into babies uh, yeah, and make do. aunt may from a different universe look after them, them yeah. up. Like, what? What the I, was fuck? Like, I was like oh good like, thank god we got her that'll do because <laughs> you feel like because she had if she hadn't been introduced before there would just be a babysitter about spider-man anyway because yeah, it was, so, it was weird, so, it was such a weird. What do you call it? What do you call it when they do that? Not a Deus Ex Machina, something similar to that. It's just, it's yeah. just, just like a. Oh, it's a, a plot convenience. It's yeah, just like, yeah. oh, I happen to be a a, a nanny Spider Man. <laughs> oh, that's great. We'll give it to you. There you go, nanny Spider Man. And she's like, oh, thank you. All good. <laughs> and you're like, no, that's such a plot convenience. It's such a stupid. Yeah. So like, you know, if they didn't introduce her in the first place, yeah, there would just be a nanny Spider Man anyway. It just happened that Aunt May was already a spider, I guess. It was fucking. It was a strange ending, man. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm gonna read out uh, Rich Watkins' uh, mm-hmm. opinions on this. He says, "On election, Spider Geddon wasn't great and a real missed opportunity. It felt like a copy of Spider Verse to cash in on the into the Spider Verse movie and could have been great. 
the great thing about Spider-Verse that the Edge of issues had some great characters in. I'd agree with uh, that. Noir, Gwen, SP, Slash, Slash, DR. But the only book of the series I liked on this run was the return of SP, Slash, Slash, DR. Uh, with the introduction of V Ven hashtag M, which were, you you didn't did you read that one? Yeah, the one yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's the one I I remember on the last. Yeah, episode, it was good. It? I was telling um, you it was it's supposed to be a homage to Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, we're talking An about anim- that. Yeah. Anime, uh, uh, Japanimation. <laughs> he said Japan. that that was really interesting character to explore the character in more detail, and it had a pretty sad ending. I don't really remember Penny and. SP slash slash DR showing up again, which is a shame. Yeah, they were just backgrounds of these characters that showed up in Edge of as well. They were just background characters, you know. Um, he said the tie-ins weren't as strong as the last time with the Vault of the Spiders mm-hmm. and Spider-Force titles not making a lot of sense at points. Although I did like the Spider's-Man mm-hmm. character. He was kind of a bit dark, a bit out there. I also thought Manga Spider-Man with Leopardon was pretty awesome. Jodie Hawes' Spider-Girls run and Sean Ryder's spectacular issues had some nice bits in, but were pretty. there were pretty barely any original Parker in my mind. It, it, that's what you need at the heart of a big Spider-Man event. And although Miles was important, he never seemed to carry enough weight or focus to the story. It, 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 I, yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah. it was. I, like I, I said, think I somewhat it was agree a cash-in into the Spider-Verse movie. And the main characters of this story were meant to be Gwen and Miles. Yeah. Well, Gwen fucked off and See, missed it mean. at, at all. Can like... I just say as well, sorry to butt in, but I just wanted to also say that Spider-Verse, the movie, proved that you don't need a Peter Parker to lead the a lead a, a story. You don't yeah. need yeah. that. Although I agree with what, you're, what you're, he was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you need that. You just needed to be written better because Miles, we've been we've been proven. We had a film where Miles was the lead character and he worked. It totally worked. Yeah, the Peter way Parker he was written it. in this was so wrong. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't even say wrong, but it just felt he felt flat. He felt like he was just he was just basically Superior Spider Man's bitch through most of it. Miles, and has I had, was like, that's yeah, not cool. Miles has had problems before with being too OP, and this was no exception. Like. Giving him, mm. oh know, yeah, that too. Yeah, of course. It's just like, it's mm. like the venom blast or whatever he did. It's like, yeah. come on. Like, it's actually, just... you know what? As well, if throughout the entire thing, it felt like I was having, it felt like I didn't have time to have the spiders fighting the Morlin fam, the Morlin family. <laughs> I don't actually know what they're called, but yeah, fighting those yeah. guys, the inheritors. So they had them fighting each other, yeah, exactly. And I was like, that again wasn't what Spider Verse was about. It was just them fighting all the time. Like, oh, we better fight now. So like, it feels like you're just filling up an issue for the sake of just... Oh, well, yeah. No, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. up another point here, which, which I was going to discuss next, which was uh, the, the Doc Ock character. Mm-hmm. Um, not not Doc Ock, sorry. Norman Osborn character. Um, where he sort of like ended up being the, the being taking Spider's man with him. Yeah, at, totally. at this At that point in the story, I thought, oh, cool, we're going to have some sort of like civil war with the Spider-Man characters. Like, that's that's quite cool. Yeah, if that uh, was But your... that was just wasted if that was <laughs> your um your your point of the story fine but like you said they didn't even do that no so it was like they had them squabbling fighting for a yeah. bit and then they're like oh shit we got to the mall and shit and get on with that and you're like okay and and the norman osborne the villain was weak yeah it was just like oh look i'm norman osborne as a spider oh <laughs> and it's like oh that's bad that is bad what's gonna happen and then he just does yeah. some 
whinging and then walks away and blows up the universe, which sounds like a big deal, but he did it in such a blasé manner. Yeah, it, it, it didn't work. Um, Rich said that he really enjoyed Doc Ock's role throughout the series, still working on out how he's a hero, but able to use some of his villain tricks to move the spider cores forward. I'm wondering if Christos Gage was the problem. He was involved in a lot of the poorer stuff on the original Spider-Verse run. The art was really great, um, and it was great seeing new Spider characters, but the story was weaker, the tie-ins less strong, and mm. what the fuck was going on turning them all into babies at the end? That was bullshit. <laughs> I mean, he's true. Not right. Uh, I, yeah, it, it was just okay. Uh, yeah, I'm never going to read it again though. No. I have literally no interest in it, and I'm very put off by the fact that they'll do a third one. If they do a third oh, one, no, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to steer clear from it now. Yeah, he's got he's got a final here. He said um, that he's also thinking that there was an overarching theme of redemption running through the stories: Peter becoming Spider-Man again, Doc Ock wanting to be better, the Inheritors wanting revenge for Mulder's defeat to Spidey, uh, Kane and Ben Riley go through mm-hmm. their own journeys. Even Noir and Gwen. Guess there's a theme that runs throughout the Spidey stories and stems from not stopping the burglar who killed Uncombatant. Um, it was a theme like that, really, but it lacked in the new story. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with him there, definitely. Mm. Uh, but yeah, unless there's anything else you want to say about that, nope. then I guess we should nope. wrap things up. Right. So yeah, um, anyone that hasn't read Spider Geddon, uh, don't. Well, I mean, like, if, if you're very <laughs> curious and you're happy with wasting your time, go ahead. But I just feel like there was Even, a better I mean, version of it. It's you know, called Spider-Verse. And, it was just... Exactly. Me and Ben are huge Spider-Man yeah, fans better... and we didn't it like it, so be... you won't like it. It was dull. It was just like so just, unimpressive just, compared yeah. to what we had. And I know I know, people are screaming at their, their podcast feed device. And being like, yeah, but it's just a tie-in. So it's like, yeah, but Spider-Verse was an enjoyable tie-in. Like, a really enjoyable yeah, tie-in. Yeah. And we have had tie-ins that worked before. Secret Wars is a good one. Civil War, obviously. The first ever Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, yeah. It just felt half assed And it didn't feel as thought out as the Spider-Verse was. You had no, moments where you'd have... absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, you'd have, like, really good... Uh, one shots and stuff that would establish these Spider Men that might not even ever appear again, like the um, the Houston Pie Spider Man. That was freaking genius because it's just um, you know, the Houston Pie's old comic book adverts yeah. they had, and they had Spider Man come in with a Houston Pie, and then Morlan would come in and he'd go, "Oh, I'm gonna need a Houston Pie," and I'll be fine. And then he just beats him. Oh, you just you he, trigger him memories yeah. here of Spider Verse. The, the, one yeah. of the moments that I, but it's clever. I loved it's clever. in that series was. Um, Mm-hmm. Was it was the old old comic strips of Spider Man and they were sort of repeating yeah. themselves. Um, do you remember this one? Mm-hmm. And then one of the inheritors came along and tried to like eat him or whatever, and something happened. And it was it was the guy that was in the web of destiny. I've forgotten his name yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But and he he made sure that he didn't kill him, and he was like, "No, that I'm keeping that universe. It's too pure." And I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing." Yeah, that's what I mean. It was you imaginative know? things like that where they're using yeah. the medium and very meta stuff. This yeah, yeah. and like that, like that, the Houston Pie one is a very meta one because it was like it was literally because back then they were just a comic, they were just one page of a comic strip that was the advertisement, yeah. and they had that. He was trying to do the the bit, and Morland killed him, and I was like, "That's clever." Yeah. It's just like it just yeah. it was just well, it was just there was nothing like that, and it just felt like, and I hate to say it, but like Spider Ben, and that was just 
it wasn't like a Spider Gwen situation. You weren't just like, oh, no, absolutely amazing. Or, or like the yeah. Norman Osborn Spider Man was it's kind of weird and horrible, but it wasn't as freaky as that Spider Man that ate. Um, everybody, do you remember that one? Oh my god, that I was, loved that yeah. one. It was a, I walked with a spider. Um, That's it. That it's, is one of the most disturbing isn't comic it? book issues I've ever. And it's it's yeah. actually one of my favorite things I've I've read horror wise in comics because like That's what I mean. Oh my god, you, it was terrifying. You like, had Spider Verse had this thing where it would it would switch genres, it would switch, uh, it would play with um, meta subjects yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I just think yeah. There was none of that. No, it, in this, it, none was, of it. it, it was, was the opposite. Flat. It wasn't clever. Yeah, it, it wasn't entertaining, and yeah, I couldn't, um, I, cu- I couldn't discourage en- enough anyone away from this book. <laughs> Sorry, when I said I didn't have any more thoughts, I actually did. <laughs> it's all right though. Mention that. <laughs> so yeah, um, I guess we should wrap things up, man. Uh, but again, thank you for joining me. I do appreciate it, man. That's all and, right. And um, in okay. the future. Will you come back and uh, talk about Silver Surfer with me? If I can, you'll have to let me know when, but I need to read it, don't I? Yeah, well, it, it balls in your court, man. As soon as you've read it, then just hit me up. All right, um, sure, yeah, why not? That's that's hopefully going to be the next one that we, that we okay. discuss. Are you going to get so any other guests episode? on besides me and JB? Well, uh, I do have somebody lined okay. up. Um, and it might even be a threesome with us talking about oh. Silver Surfer. Oh, okay. Because I have a friend in America. He's a he's a rapper, a nerdcore rapper called oh, Spoken right. Nerd, mm-hmm. and he's a big fan of Silver That's Surfer. Yeah, like uh, I've been I've been trying to get him on the show for a while now, but things haven't been working out. So eventually, if we manage to schedule things right, then the three of us could be talking about that. So that'd be cool. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be a very very hairy threesome because he's beard as well. So yeah, <laughs> I might shave that night. Yeah, so um, next episode, more than likely, JB will be back and we will be talking about Ultimates Volume 2. Other than that, um, where can everyone find you on the internet, Ben? You can find me, my name is Benicillin, which is spelled B-E-N-E-C-I-L-I-N. And that shit is bananas. Thank you. On Twitter, Tumblr and on Instagram. Uh, I also have a website where you can check out my um, my artwork, so my animation, my illustrations, design stuff, all that, uh, which is Ben Allen Inc. That's Inc. with a K. Uh, ben Allen Inc. dot com. Sorry, I meant to say. Um, go go check out my work. As yeah, as we've mentioned, I I'm a, I'm an artist or cartoonist. I like to call myself. I couldn't work out what I'd call myself because I do I do illustration, I do animation, I do all that stuff stuff. But um, I guess cartoonist would be the one I'd call myself. But um, yeah, go check out my work if you can. Uh, as we've also said, I also do a podcast called The Super 8 Power Hour, which is a podcast all about pop culture. So it's not just comics. We don't really talk about comics that much. We do have a spin-off show called Four Colour Corner, which is under the same news, under the same feed. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. But um, we mainly talk about video games, movies and TV shows. But um, yeah, we do that every fortnight. So you should go check that out as well. Yeah, go check it out. I'm a regular listener. Please Great show. do. So keep up the good work. Thank man. you very much. And um, if you want to follow me on the socials, uh, you can find me personally on Instagram at Chris J Wakefield and on Twitter at Chris Wakefield Zero. And if you want to follow the show on Instagram, that's Chris Cox Podcast. That's Chris's with two S's. And you can also find me on Facebook under that same handle slash whatever you want to call it. Um, and you can also listen to all the old episodes of the show if you haven't already. If you're on Android, just go to chriscomicspodcast.com. And if you've got an Apple device, you'll find me on the iTunes Store, Apple Podcasts, 
So yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for joining me, Ben. That's all right, mate. Anytime. I'll be speaking to you soon. Yes, you will. And listeners, you'll hear from me soon. Take care. See you later. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thank you very much. Oh, man.